All right. Well, welcome back to the Hunger for Knowledge. Um, here today with, of course, Will. Hello. And uh, my good friend is here today with us, Seth Rosensteel. Been friends with Seth for about I don't know, 25 years or something like something crazy. Should have figured that out first. Um, well, as old as Paxton is. Yeah. You we started becoming friends when Paxton was only a year old, so twenty four years. No, I think it was even before that. Maybe so. We'll say twenty five. Because I was there in school when you weren't. Right, you were going to school and I wasn't. Correct. Yeah. Yes. 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 So, um, Not, but yeah. we've always had you know interesting conversations and done some interesting things together, <laughs> to say the least, and. Uh, but we've been friends for a long time and uh, I really respect his opinion and he always has good perspectives on things. And so I was excited that he was willing to come on the uh, podcast today. Well, I grew up, both my parents were pastors. Um, They don't defy as a sect of religion. They're not Pentecostal or, you know, but they did. I already have a question. Okay, (laughs) go ahead. (laughs) How did your mom justify being a pastor? When it was saying in the Bible that, like, women shouldn't, like, talk to, or, should like, that they shouldn't be, like, in front of a congregation of people. Well, he was the pastor. Well, oh, all right. Well, yeah, okay. But, like, women, like, well, if you go to, like, Baptist, Baptists, like, believe that women shouldn't be. Yeah. Look, you make up the rules as you go. That's true. <laughs> so. That is true. I mean, that gets into a whole other thing of, of uh, who put the Bible together. You know, it was a bunch of books, yeah. and they decided what went into it. Why did they put it in? Was yeah. it to control a certain population of people? You know, the men and the people of power, and then most of the Catholics, and so on and so forth. So, but how anyways, did you feel? After, how did you feel after you learned all that stuff? Because you probably didn't. You probably didn't learn all that stuff. You know about who put the Bible together and all that stuff. You probably didn't learn that until later. You know what I mean like when you're growing up in it, and then. You know, you're older and you're like, oh, let me actually learn about this thing. Yeah. I don't even know when I learned about it. It was way before you met me. You were already past that point. Yeah. I mean, pretty one day. I was still, until I was 18, the last time I stepped foot in a church other than a funeral or a wedding was when I was 18. Pretty much two weeks after I turned 18. Um, And then, I mean, technically the last year that I went to the church, I went, they had two masses, like two, two things. So I would go to the into the later mass and i'd grab the little slip from the earlier mass and i'd hop in a car with a couple girls and then they would tell me what they talked about then we would leave and then come back before it got over <laughs> then if they questioned me i knew what they said in the earlier that's mass, hilarious and i was covered <laughs> in your dad's church no no because oh, okay. my dad had retired at that point oh, from okay. actually and then we they went to a church in like leola uh, so yeah but my dad did i mean he did have it's funny because my mom will fight you on things by the book. Like, but my dad will have a conversation with him. And now he, he went to school. He had his doctor's degree in theological counseling and ministry. So he was, he was a smart guy and he did research. I mean, until the day he died, he was always studying the Bible and reading different things on it, interpret it. They'll stand by things like, you know, I don't believe everything. The Bible's like just made up. Like I believe there was a big flood. But now their definition of the entire world flooding is the entire world. But their entire world was like, what, a, what? Thousand, a thousand square miles? It's what they knew, yeah. So, yeah. So, maybe 
that did flood, but the, the rest didn't. And and they like my mom will be like, no, oh, you yeah. know, no, it was the entire world. I was like, well, but that That's was their mom. entire world. So like That's he'll take mom. that, and you know, or to take the series of plagues. Like, well, maybe this stuff happened because this happened because this happened. He'll be like, yeah, but then he'll say, but that's how God planned it, you know, and she'll be like, no, magic crickets flew from the sky. You know, that's just how it was, period. <laughs> She's a literalist. She, yeah. She, she thinks everything that happened in that book happened literally. The everything. way it happened. Now, as she's older and my dad has passed and I have conversations with her, um, she's not the same way. Like she hmm. now she doesn't believe that church is the place to go. Wow. Now she believes your relationship with God is what's important. Mm -hmm. And I guess if you, even from what I've learned when I was in there, that was supposed to be the important thing. It wasn't, see, I, I just hate the hypocrisy of a church. Yeah. Yeah. It drives me absolutely insane because that's one thing I just despise more than anything is hypocrisy. Yeah. So, um, when, how old were you when you started to see little cracks in the validity of? I'd say probably around when puberty hit. Around that time. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Yeah, probably like... That's a, that's a good, yeah. Like 14, 15. Like when I was finally old enough to go out and make my own friends yeah. outside of the church. But I mean, I spent... Until we moved to New Holland, I spent most... Like when we lived in Schuylkill County, they always made me... I was at church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday, Thursday. You know, uh, like at least four or five times a week. Yeah. But some of that was on my own doing because if I wasn't there, I'd already started to kind of get in a little bit of a trouble, hmm. you know, so it was trying to keep me out of the trouble. But remember, my parents were pastors and next to the church, there was a bar. So at the time of 15, I worked at a bar next to the church. My parents didn't have a problem with that. <laughs> 15, I'm tapping kegs, working in a bar next to my parents' church. That's wild. That's definitely wild. Is that legal? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that's legal. Well, I worked in the kitchen. The yeah. tapping keg parts, no. Yeah, I was going to no. say. Cause I but would... the owner was a young guy that only hired young college students. <laughs> <laughs> you sense. weren't allowed to go up to his office, oh. you know. That's funny that you said, like, it was probably around puberty that you started kind of seeing that stuff. Because I think at that age, when you, you are starting to reach that sexual matur maturity, you, you're like, you're like, okay. This is this is this is a great thing to discover. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're like this is awesome. You know what I mean? That's and then you, you read this book and it's like you have these kinds of thoughts. You are going to hell. And it's just like, hmm, why is this so why is this like such a great thing? And why is this thing telling me that it's horrible? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, and it's funny because it, if you look at no, again, I'm not religious. Yeah, me neither. I don't know, I don't know that there is or isn't. I whatever, but the 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 irony of the whole thing is if you listen or do the actual research or hear people that actually research it, they're, they're all imperfect. Yeah. So you're gonna sin. So you're gonna do that. Like uh, I forget what it was like on Ben Shapiro in one podcast. Like he's Jewish, right? And he was going on about and they were talking about gay stuff. And he was like, look, I don't agree with it. He goes, but his religion, he believes, or how he believes is that you should fight that urge, even though that's normal for you. Like, he believes you're born that way and all that stuff, but uh -huh. that that's your, that's your cross you have to bear, that you aren't supposed to follow through with it, where someone might be gambling or drinking or uh -huh. whatever. 
Gotcha. So, I, you know, yeah, you know, I believe even a, a Christian person can go out and do that stuff, but you're supposed to feel bad. Yeah. You have a constant thing. I've had guilt for things. And, and don't get me wrong, the, the religious part, and you probably have the same thing. Mm. You have a good base moral from religions, most religions. Yeah. I don't know about all religions, but the ones I know. I have, yeah. I most mean, I got have a, a lot of them now. Yeah. yeah. But you get a good base moral for it, but it also makes you feel guilty because, like you said, if you grew up in that same type of thing, you may have, uh, you know, the first time, like, you're you're going with a girl or something, you're just like, man, this is it. Well, like, for me, it's like the first time you did it, you're like, well, well I'm done. So <laughs> who cares now? I, the bottle's off. So I might as well keep going. <laughs> I, I I was uh, listening to some podcast the other day, and I think it was the Atheist Experience. Uh, like I think it was their podcast, and some girl called in, and she was talking about how she was in this fundamental Christian home, and how it was like pretty cult like. Oh sure, they, they got they got pretty cult like with stuff, and it turned her off from it so bad that she left. And now she's a Satanist. Well, that's one extreme to the other. Wow. Yeah. But but that's what I'm saying. Satanism, I think, is very appealing to people who've been taught to feel shameful about everything. About everything. <laughs> yeah. About all of their the human, you know, inclinations. Now it's it's like, oh, you're so sinful, and you keep hearing it for so long, and then one day somebody you hear somebody say, "Hey, come over here. You're not sinful at all. That's your natural urge." Yeah, so you're just like, well, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm going with that. You know yep. what I mean? But that's in an extreme case, I think. You know, uh, it, it's been funny. Like going to the flea market now. My dad goes with me, and um, so he's he still goes to church. Uh, still, he's very religious. And I was like, tomorrow we're supposed to go to the flea market, and it's Sunday. And I was like, I was like, can you do Sunday flea market? He's like, that's the day of worship. Oh, I was no, like, oh, I was like, the day rest. I was like, it's okay. He'll be there next week. You'll be all right. <laughs> so, so now that he's there, like once he's there, I just start, I just start jabbing him all the time. I'm like, you know, like really religious religion and Christianity, it's not that far off from like really believing in aliens if you think about it. He's like, oh, now what are you going to say? I was like, well, <laughs> if you think about it, you kind of look to the sky and you like look up there. There's nothing tangible tangible to believe in, but you're looking to the sky and it's, you know, I was like, it's it's similar. He's like, whatever. And then he's like, he's trying to change the subject right away. But now he's at least laughing now when I say stuff. So yeah. I've, I've got him to the point where he's at least laughing and man, I just make comments all the time and be like, hey. He's like, oh, he cursed today. I said, oh, oh no. uh-oh. He's like, this guy's like, it's a good thing it's Sunday. Got to ask for forgiveness tomorrow. Yeah, my I was w- like, who who came up? Who determined that cursing was a was a sin anyways? I mean, who it's just, a word. It's a word. Who comes up in this? I said, listen, if you say God, I to me, that's like, that's that's a curse word. So <laughs> I'm sorry. Now, from this point forward, it's a curse word. Don't use it in front of me. That's your choice. Yeah. You're, you're making the decision. Uh, I just like giving him crap because, you know, it's just funny because he's been so they've he's gone ever since I can remember. They've gone to church and I'm I'm like the, the black sheep. I don't, you know, go to church and stuff. I started writing a comedy bit um, the other day about how. Pretty much, I I believe like the end of civilization is going to be because of our sexual hangup. It, it causes like look at all right, look at what's going on right now, even with like Epstein. Okay, mm-hmm. that is the outgrowth 
of the suppression of sexual like sexuality i think in culture i think it's creating these like perverse like you're like what they went to an island you know what i mean like you're like and they had little girls you're like what what is this what is this what what creates that kind of a perversion in a man it to me it looks like a society that put that that repressed something so much in people the sexual urge in people that kind of put them in like these monogamous situations that they were like i don't know somewhat like in misery you know and they just made very like it created perversion i think i think when you look at the catholic church i think that that's a great example of what suppressed sexual urge can create look at how look at how rampant it is like it's so rampant that it's normal to us now yeah you don't don't even think twice you don't even think about you're just like oh you know it's happening all the time but you're like oh well you know and that's old news (laughs) and the pope's still standing out front telling you what you're doing wrong and he's still you know what i mean like it's they wear that gown because they can hide a kid under there. I'm gonna I'm gonna get in trouble. I'm gonna get in That's trouble okay. with this uh with this this comedy bit when I tell it because um the way I end it is like I, I there's a part where I'm talking about like. Soon there's gonna be like Google fuckbot. Like that's that's that, that like that like Google and Amazon, all of these, you know, there's gonna be like a, a sex robot from Tesla or something like that. Like yeah. all of these different companies are probably gonna get in on this because it makes sense. Well, they already have the virtual reality. Yeah. You know, where there's, they put the bodysuits on and there's sex robot brothels already in existence. I think there's one well, the Texas. sex doll brothels, yeah. They they already exist. So if you think about it, if you extrapolate and you look at okay, well, where is this gonna go? I mean, look, yeah. that's huge business. Yeah. That's the the sexual urge is one of the most profitable things to ever tap into. And which is ironic and like why is it illegal for a hooker, I, like if, if a woman chooses to, I don't, I don't, I've never like, understood like, why I that's wouldn't, illegal. If, if anything, they should legalize it to make it safer. Well, that's it what I mean. Like, on, wh- why yeah. would you make it illegal? Right. It happens on like grand levels where you there's like oh some girl some like twenty something year old like banging some eighty year old right and she's just taking his money. No, that's okay. That's yeah, yeah. fine. That's that's we perfectly movie, fine. Lifetime movies about that. Yeah. Or, be like, <laughs> or if you put a camera in the room, yeah. sign a contract, then it's legal. Then it's legal. That's see. That's that's how you know that it makes no sense. You're like, um, what? Like, I, that's some. I'm telling you, I I think on some level that, well, on all levels, the suppression of our natural instincts in our society is probably going to be how it unravels. Because when you suppress those things, and they're going to come out. You create a nation of people who feel similarly, like creates like a slingshot uh, event. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. pulling it back. It's causing suppressing, effect. suppressing. It's going to explode it's, the other direction. It's causing effect. You yeah. know, when you have this religious indoctrination first, that's making you feel guilty about all this stuff, and then you have um, things like the like the justice system and things like that. Like you're creating these people who. It, they're just like what I got put in jail because I had a flower in my house, like you know what I mean? Like just just trying to work that logic out. It's just like oh wait, like I mean that's the that's the, not there's nothing natural about the it. craziest part about the Epstein case to me is he's been arrested for this already once. 
<laughs> and convicted, and he got minimal sentence. And then his jail sentence, he spent, he could leave 10 hours a day. He's all, he's a sexual, he's a pedophile. He's listed as a pedophile. He can leave 10 hours a day for only Monday through Saturday. Sunday, he had to stay in jail. Oh. But, wait, oh, <laughs> he had his own private section of the prison. Yeah. That's how he spent his time in jail. This is why, but this, like, and, but the guy that, that made, gave him that sentence was the guy that just got finally resigned from Trump's cabinet because he was the one that got negotiated that deal. Was he, was he on a flight list? <laughs> he wasn't on the Lolita Express. No. <laughs> the Lolita Express. Only the, Bill, Bill and his, uh, Bill Clinton was too, too busy with all his groupies all 27 times he went. You see, you, you imagine Hillary Clinton, like, you know, Bill's heading out for a trip. I know you're going on that damn Lolita Express. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't think she cared. I, I don't she, think she cared. Yeah, I don't think she was interested in like Bill that much anyway. Yeah. She's like, leave, you're bothering me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I heard she's not, she's not, he's not the only one that's been there. She's been there too. So, supposedly. Like I said, Bill, look look at, look at Bill Clinton. I mean, look at what it got him into that, with that whole Monica Lewinsky stuff. Like, it's just so prevalent in the world that people are blackmailed over it. People use sex, like they hang it over people's head. Like, it's a very telling thing about and I think it, when they when they get power, they always want something you can't have. Yeah. So yeah. then you know it's not good enough that they could just walk down and do this or this or that. You know, I want I want this. This is bad. I want you know it's more exciting because it's dangerous. It's you're not supposed to. I remember when I'm watching. And you're not supposed to, by the way. I don't mean it that way. I'm <laughs> right, just saying, right. you know. I remember when I watched the one documentary about um, it was took place at a Catholic school and there was like a couple of like teachers who were like doing stuff to girls and stuff like that and the stuff that the girls were talking about that these dudes were like saying like you know like they were like doing stuff together like bring like two of them in a room the one girl said that she was like he he told her that like i guess his penis was like the eucharist of christ and that his that his that his, and I guess when he came, that somehow that like that was like some sort of blessing or something. And I'm like, what kind of madness is in these people? Like for all these people who are like supposed to be like outstanding citizens, you know, they're 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 the people yes. people go to for wisdom, yeah. and these people are in here doing gang bangs on high school girls. I didn't think of that when I was in high school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can bless you, my child. Yeah. You know, like, that's wild. Like, that's, uh, but it's that position of power, you know? What's that saying that uh, all power corrupts, corrupts absolutely or something like yeah, that? You know, Absolute power, power corrupts yeah. absolutely. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah, that's the, that's kind of like, you know, that's the world we live in. That's, you know, that's what we experience, I think, daily. Oh, uh, 100%. You know, running around people buying. Oh, I, I can't even. If I hear about Amazon and stuff people buying from Amazon again, I'm going to start smacking people because then in the same conversation I have with certain people that I have with, that, oh, I got this stuff cheap at Amazon, but gosh darn it, these taxes they're taking out of my check. I can't <clears throat> afford to buy more stuff from Amazon. Yeah, that's because the Amazon's not paying any taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. And then I hear, I hear the president say, you know what? Gosh darn it! We need to take away these these this welfare. We, we gotta 
knock down the, the amount of recipients of welfare, <clears throat> social welfare. I'm thinking, oh, well, that's the, that's the president of the people, right? The president of the people, he don't, he's not ever talking about corporate welfare. He doesn't talk about any of that. But we got to take away those benefits from the people. But it's but in, in a way, I was thinking about this the other day. It's like, why would a president <clears throat> ever say anything disparaging about a corporation? You can't. When president is a, that is a corporate word. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? President yeah. is a, you know, that's something that exists in a company. That's not something, <laughs> you know, you used to think like, because it's not like a ruler. It's not like a king or a queen. Or, it's it's a president. That's a particular thing. He's you know? a chairman of America. Yeah. Head chairman. Because you talk to Mike, Mike says it, it, that we This were, thing's a corporation. Yeah, he said we were, years ago they made belief. it a corporation. Uh, I, and you can find a lot of evidence of that online, you know? I mean, why, is it really that hard to believe? Like, look at what corporations are allowed to do here. They, they do wild stuff and get, like, slapped on the wrist. Like, they just, like... Like yeah, we're gonna pollute. Um, we 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 put a we put this fund off to the side. Like yeah, I know we're gonna get fined, but we have your money. Oh, we're good. Look at it's not just look at the banks. J.P. Morgan Chase got busted. They had one point three billion dollars worth of cocaine on their ship. Who did? J.P. Morgan Chase, the bank. For some reason, they have ships and ports. Was it going to the island? For one point three billion dollars worth of cocaine, getting trying to bring it in into one of the ports. Who gets arrested for that? Nobody. They pay a fine. <laughs> you know I mean, like they pay a fine, and then you know they say, "Hey, you know, pay your," and they'll probably be able to keep the cocaine too. They probably, they probably won't even take it from. They'll be like, "Listen, just pay the five hundred million dollar fine for your one point three billion dollars worth of cocaine. Keep the cocaine, but just pay the fine, and you're good to go." Yeah, I mean that's just the reality that we live in, man. Like uh, it's mad. It's like it drives me crazy when I hear about people's like, well, immigrants and they bring drugs into the country. I'm like, okay, are you paying attention to the 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 banks that are bringing drugs into the country that you pay fees to every day? You're paying for the drugs. You're worried in the about some poor person that's trying to make a better life for themselves. Wrong or right. They're trying to make a better life, and we probably destroyed their country with our foreign policy. And you worry about these people trying to cross an imaginary border, and there's there's a bank that you probably went to yesterday that literally is a drug importer cartel. Yeah, they don't. People don't have any. Um, like they can't remember anything. Like nobody can remember that. Like Oliver North and them were funding yeah. illegal wars with. Drug money. You know he's the president of the NRA now. That doesn't surprise me. I think it's he's the president. He has some high um high position in the NRA. I, I can't remember if it's president or something else. My views on my views on like owning a gun and things have I think have changed. You know yeah. I've I've definitely like like I've I think I've always regarded myself to be like a peaceful person, and that's why I felt like I didn't need a gun but i think i'm pretty sure now i need a gun yeah well i can say like i was just reading what i read to you earlier a conversation that was going on and it's ironic like you i keep saying ironic i gotta stop doing it but anyways (laughs) like this great thing called delete i have nothing against guns so and i don't I personally don't care what guns you can buy. 
personally. You're a gun owner too. Yeah, but with that caveat, I don't understand. I I looked it up yesterday, the other two days ago. Well, it doesn't matter when I looked it up. I looked it up like as far as to be able to buy a gun without a background check at a gun show, and they had the states. Like, you know, California, this and this and this are really strict. Yeah. Like Pennsylvania, you have to have a uh, uh, background check for a pistol wherever you buy it, no matter where you buy it. Okay. Yeah. But a rifle, you only get a background check at a gun shop, not at okay. a gun show. They don't have to. Now, a gun store might still require the gun check at a gun show, but not everybody there has to. So, like, there's a couple problems with the gun laws. One of the problems is they have a whole bunch of laws in place, and they don't enforce those laws. So the ones we have there, they're not pushing them because it's against profit. But why would you have? Why would you have a problem with getting a background check for a rifle? Like why? I mean, no. I get it. They don't need to know how many guns I have. Like okay, but if that if it does help, and I, I I'm not the person to tell you that the guns are the problem. I I think it's the person and the you know that. But at the same time, once again, because if you keep fighting it, they're gonna take it. You know what I mean? Like if you keep fighting it where they can't, then they're gonna go to the bans and then they're gonna start banning things. Uh, I'm not against like some kind of better like I understand why there's why, I don't understand why there's like state by state but like why is there just not one federal law saying this is how it is and make it real simple right? should be a federal it should be federal carry too if you have a concealed carry I can carry in this state in like a bunch of states but I can't get out of my like, state I, I can't gotta, get I, I can't go to Virginia to or New Jersey and prove ownership but you can go to a gun like that to me is kind of crazy. No, I agree. Yeah, you know I mean, like, I mean, but I could barrel my car into a crowd of people, I guess. But you know, what I'm saying, like, the fact that, like, I'm I'm not anti-gun. I don't have guns, and I'm with Will. Like, I, I, I need to probably. I've been saying this for a while, especially to you, that I need to at least learn how to shoot one, just in case, like, in case there's a time where I need to pick one up. And what happens if you need to pick one up and you don't even know how to use it? That's the reality, you know. And then you're gonna be like, you know, I was, you know, I was over Jesse's house, you know. Yeah. And, you know, he, you know, he let me hold his guns, and I was, I was th- looking at how uncomfortable I felt, you know, with it, and I was just like, this is a very powerful thing, but because of that, and because of the world that we live in, and the fact that it's possible that you could be anywhere, and some dude might come in with a gun it's it's a good thing to have a good guy with a gun that's that's i mean that's in this world where you can go to walmart and be looking yeah looking for kool-aid one minute and then and then a dude comes in with a assault rifle like you might want to protect yourself yeah. did you see the thing um, the Amnesty International, um, Amnesty International, they had released um, uh, an advisory for for people from other countries. Oh yeah, who come? Yeah, who, not to who, come here. Well, they were just saying like, if you come here, like, yeah, be mindful that there's a lot oh, of gun yeah. violence going that. on in this country. It's not. It's like you're reading something that you would think was like something if you were like going to like yeah Mexico or something like that. <laughs> like you'd be like. You know, now you now you say that. I remember I heard that and I thought the same thing. I thought that was kind of crazy that they're was, saying about here. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, "Is this re-? like?" At first, I thought it was fake. I was like, <laughs> but then I looked and I was like, "Oh wow! Like this is a real thing." 
The other thing they, they, they do with the guns too is they, like you, you even did it and you, I know you didn't do it on purpose, but they're not, it's not an assault rifle. People like mix assault rifle and say like these military type weapons, yeah. they are nothing like the military weapons. Right. They are, they look like them, but like, You're talking it's, about the a, like an AR-15. AR-15. Yeah. It's basically a 22 caliber bullet uh-huh. that has bigger casing. So it has more gunpowder, you know, so, right. you know, more velocity, you know, it'll go through a couple walls. It's definitely more dangerous, but like. It's not now, the military doesn't use an AR-15. That will shoot more bullets out faster though, because it's not like a. Like well, no, it's it's semi-auto. As quick as you can pull your okay. finger, it'll fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I don't. I had one. I don't now, but like, I didn't see what the purpose. I didn't. You know, it was fun, but I'm cheap, yeah, and it, yeah, it's yeah, real it expensive to. Yeah, so that's not really my thing, and I rather own something that I have a purpose for. I mean, I would get one and. I'm my my fear always too with it is like the kids getting a hold of it or something. And well, that's I that's don't want to get part of the responsibility right. is you have to a control right. it in the house. B the kids need to know what it is too. Yeah, and I'm not saying like you know a five year old by right. any means, but like I expect you know like my oldest kid to and he hasn't, but like pick it up, be familiar with it, and understand like oh this is loaded. Oh there's something in there. Oh I can clear it and you know make it safe again. These are all terms I do not understand. Well, well, well like, like you want to be able to pick up the gun and know that oh, it's loaded. Yeah. Okay. I can take the clip out. I can, I can, I can, you know, eject what's in the chamber already and know that the gun's safe and clear and put it away in a safe place or vice versa, put something in it. But you know, you you saw that there was the guy that somebody was trying to go. They had a bunch of ammunition and some guns, and they were trying to go in a Walmart. And, yeah, and like two fire, days later. Yeah, like Mississippi that, or something? And that fireman, the armed fireman, stopped him. And he's and, in trouble now. You know, and yeah, you know, that's that's wild. But the, the reality of it is, is like, in all these cases, in all these shootings, it usually seems like it's like there's no one there who's educated with a gun enough to have one on them in case something happens. Yeah. Or, I mean, and I get it. Like, in that situation, the wisest thing is probably to run. I get that. Sure. You know, if you're, if you're, yeah. I get that. But, um, I mean, in the reality of it is, is like, I mean, if I had a gun on me and I was kind of like with my back against the wall in this situation where I'd have to confront them. I mean, you 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 want to feel comfortable enough with a gun to defend yourself in that situation. Or if you have a gun on you and your wife and kids are two aisles down, yeah, and you can't see them, well, then maybe you don't want to run. Maybe yeah, you anyway, want to get to yeah, there might be a reason and get you them can. out as safe as yeah. you can. You know, I mean, I think that like probably people in this room with that, if they were in that scenario would have more of a, a try and save people thought than uh, save myself thought. It well, be, you don't know until you're in there. Yeah, I, you I don't, don't know, know but, but like it's possible. Like I could see where my mind could try to like be like, hey, you should like be do something. <laughs> yeah. Do something. Scary. Like now, like well, I sometimes meet some people and like my thought process is, is this a dude that like would go shoot up some places or something? You ever like meet oh, someone? Yeah. They, like I meet give people that energy and, like, and then I see people like they write stuff online, and I'm like, these are some crazy people. They say well, what's crazy. what's really sad is I don't know if you had to, but I, well, I, if you did, I should say, but I've had conversations with Isaiah like years ago when we go to the movie theater. I'm like, look, 
if anything ever happens in here, just get under the seat. Just get under the seat and or get to here and just go. Just go to where the car is or whatever and just go. Don't worry about me or your brother. You just go. I'll deal with whatever. You shouldn't have to have that conversation. Exactly. It sucks that you have to have that conversation. But then at the same time, then then nobody, everything's just so far left or so far right. No one's just like, if that, you have to have that conversation. So they're like, ban all guns. Yeah. You know what I mean, and then it's ban this or ban that instead of just like, there's got to be a middle ground. Why? Then people are complaining, saying that these people, you're just saying they're mentally ill. Well, no, anybody that goes into any place and shoots 20 people. Has to be unstable, no matter. I don't care what they are. Oh the, yeah, a sane person doesn't do that ever. So yes, they're mentally ill. You can call them all mentally ill. When's you, the last time you heard of a, a a mentally healthy person going into a place and shooting up a place? Yeah, it's it makes no happened. sense. Obviously, so, they're I mean, mentally you, ill. You, you got you got a situation, and then that brings in the pharmaceutical drugs too. You know how many of these people are on pharmaceutical drugs and are taking. Drugs that are controlling their thoughts or may altering their thoughts into positions where they become violent. I think people are now starting to become a little bit more understanding of the fact that there is a militarized aspect of um, white supremacy. That there are white supremacist groups that do... Um, I'm not saying that any of them are uh, responsible you know, kind of in the way that people were like, well, Al-Qaeda was behind when the dude yeah. did that. But I'm not necessarily saying that that's not possible. I am saying, though, that a lot of these people, uh, you know, they they seem to come from from that um, from that direction, uh, you know, the direction of like... Look, the mass shootings are always white guys. Yeah, <laughs> always it's always white, white dudes, but at the same time, it's it's a particular, you know, a white supremacist. Like I was trying to explain this to somebody the other day. Well, yeah, but the guy in Ohio was not. The guy in Ohio was uh, what's the chick's name that's running for president? Uh, he was a Democrat. Yeah, I believe that that on both sides that that, that those people. I, I think that people are thrown off on both sides, but I think this this particular angle, like definitely with the dude in El Paso, like. Well, sure. He you went know, in. He was shooting Mexicans. That was what his goal was. You know, he was there. There's a certain what people don't understand about like because I know a lot of people. It's not really like something that you come across. You don't really come across like white supremacist ideology. When you get into it, you start to understand that it takes on like a religious overtone. Now they feel like they are in a fight to save white people. Yeah, and. With the demographics grow, growing the way that they are, the I I know that it's a scary thing in certain white people's minds that they may be the minority in this country within the next like thirty years. Probably before that, there's people believe. who are not who are really not comfortable with that at all. There's certain people who are willing to go and um, try right. to fight for that. Um, Aren't we all the minorities to Asians right now? I, I thought imagine. they had like the highest number, <laughs> but that's the thing about it. It's just it, it, at the end of the day, it's like you mean in the world? Yeah, uh, probably in the world. world I, yes. I, 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 you know, I could definitely talk about America. America, no, of course. But I think, yeah, just like the minority in the United States, they, you know, white supremacists look at it like 
this was made for white people. <laughs> like, yeah. we can't be the minority in this This thing. is Christian America. Yeah. You know, and that's... We didn't and, call all these Indians for nothing. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and uh, that's that same energy that's still here in the world, you know? The same energy that committed the genocide of the natives is still in the world. You know what I mean? There's still people who believe in that, 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 that there was nothing wrong with that. Most people don't even want to acknowledge that that even happened, that the re- that the reality of the United States is that it's this place that was set up through genocide. That's an uncomfortable mm-hmm. thought, I think, for a lot of people. I got I got I I got upset with Mike this week because I had to have a conversation with him about. He's like, well, we were having a conversation, and someone got on the Holocaust. He's like, well, I don't know that that actually happened. Oh, come on, that's stupid. I'm like, dude. Come on, you're not like you're getting sucked in. You can't make up six million people. I was like, you're getting sucked in too far with the Trump stuff. Like, you got, you got to get that, dude. Come on. I was like, (laughs) Sadie's my daughter was in Germany at the Auschwitz. At the uh, yeah, the the, yeah, the concentration camps, and I'm like, you really can't. You're too smart for that. You too, you're too intelligent for that kind of stuff. I was like, you got to get it. I don't know what you're listening to, but you got to get away from it because that's that, that's nonsense. I'm like, come on, dude. But did he did he have any evidence to support? No, that didn't have and the thing was the bad part. of He it, always has evidence. Right. For everything. That was so. the problem. The problem is we had like little. Well, the problem when we have conversations where it's something where we disagree on, like. I have a tendency to more kind of try and shut him down right away and then we kind of get. And this is like that kind of conversation is different than when we disagree on other stuff because it's really not a subject like that usually. You know, usually it's like a, a some kind of like policy Trump did or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's that kind of conversation. That was like a more serious thing that we never really had a disagreement about. And I was like, but we were in the middle of playing. So we're like in between. It was like right before we started playing. And then we're kind of like, I was like, so we didn't really get into it. So like, I don't know what his evidence was, but I'm like, I had already in my mind, like, okay, this conversation has to be, is like. But you, but you can understand, though, even without, like, um, did you see this, this documentary that came on Netflix um, called The Great Hack? No, I didn't see that one. I, I didn't see it, but I you saw, saw you, it like, on you saw, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Watch that thing. What's it you called? You gotta watch that. Great man. Hack? That, the Great Hack is one of the greatest explainers of, I think, this time that I've ever seen. Um, it's about um, this information gathering company called Cambridge Analytica. Oh yeah, they were the ones were, that were involved in the with Brexit, yeah. Trump, yep. Ted Cruz. All they were all they they were behind you know the scenes of a lot of like their. Um, <laughs> it was like they, but, they were collecting like, data and they, they helped Trump. They were, like market Trump. Yeah, they were, yeah. So they did a lot on the end of collecting data and they said at some point in time they had 5,000 bits of data on every U.S. voter. So what they were pretty much doing was and they say this in it that this is this is called weapons grade information. Like this is this is on the, the, the level of a weapon. So what they were doing was is like they were just targeting people and then they were just putting them in reality tunnels through controlling their like online experience. 
They were just putting things oh, in front of them, and then, and we've all seen it happen. Oh yeah, we've all watched. We're like, oh yeah, that popped like on YouTube. You know, yeah. you might like this because yeah. you watch it, and we all know that that exists on some level. But people don't understand now that really, actually, kind of what happened was that there was a psyop that was that happened on the American people that happened in, with Brexit. That like that's that's. It's a psychological operation. And this has happened to people. And we're living in the world that I think is the fallout from that. Because look at how divided. We were just talking about it. Look at how divided people are. People can't Mm -hmm. have civil conversations with each other anymore. Because they're so far in their reality tunnel, which was a constructed reality for them. That now we... It's it's causing trouble with uh, us in real life because the center's missing. Yeah, yeah, like they the, separated they, they, everybody they, off they the center. They put you in a tunnel, and then they're like, "Hey, everybody over here is right, and everybody over." Here. And then, I guess there's 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 certain people I think in society who understand that balance is not a, a side, who understand that hey, I've seen bad stuff over here and good stuff. I've seen bad stuff over here and good stuff. So. I have to look at both sides, but some people are very susceptible to being drawn into a side. Oh, sure. It's easy too. It's very easy. If you look at football, football is a great example. Like people are like, Hey bro, man, what's your, what's your favorite football team? I'm like, I don't have a favorite football team anymore. And they're like, what do you mean? What do you mean? So you just don't, you just don't go for anybody. And I'm just like, it just doesn't have the importance that it once had in my life, but it's just like as long as it's not the Cowboys, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. But, that, but think <laughs> right. about that. But think about that that dichotomy between the Cowboys and the Eagles. Like that, it's a great way of explaining how we view politics. We we, we play pol- uh, politics is like the greatest game being watched. Like it's the great, you know. The NFL's cool, the NBA is cool, but the politics game is the most watched game uh in America. No, sure. I feel like I feel like it's T ball. Like the Congress and the Senate is like the coach that puts the ball in the tee, and Trump is the guy at the at the, at the plate just hitting the ball out of the park every time. <laughs> like that's what I feel like cuz it's like uh Congress so we talk about war, right? And we talked about Yemen and, and Saudi Arabia and all that stuff. Congress writes a bill to stop the war in Yemen, right? This genocide that's going on in Yemen. Trump, what I forget what he did. He wrote an executive order to deny the the uh, the bill to to go through. So typically in that scenario, it's the other way around. Congress is the one that won't shoots it down. Put, shoots it down. Well, now they just do it to spite each other. Yeah, but it's like it's like. It's like one does one thing to counterbalance the other one, and then they'll do the opposite to counterbalance whatever they did earlier, and it's just constant back and forth, and nothing ever gets done, and we just all run around yelling at each other, worrying about the stuff, worrying about this stuff, and in reality, I just don't know what we can do. Politicians, to me, and I know like I kind of have, I guess, what some people would say is like a juvenile type of way of looking at it, and some people... I don't see, I guess, yes, okay, I know it has a certain importance, but I don't necessarily see its importance in the grand scheme of things. Like, politics lobbies for the continu- the, like the continuance of our civilization, 
pretty much wherever you know what they call the civilized world supposedly is yeah is this is this group of countries that acknowledge each other's power and do business with each other and you know all of that to me personally what i think is happening is is that we're in the midst of civilizational decline and that's why you have so much widespread talk of revolution and things everywhere in the world because it's starting to all kind of fall apart and the people are starting to say hey you told us that we could only live like this but it's clear that you know there's other ways to live we're like sick and tired of being like these debt slaves like we you know that's just the reality of what always i think will happen there is a lot of protests going on in the world that we don't hear about Hong Kong, there's been protests for several weeks in a row. You don't really hear about, but people are protesting. They're out in the streets. They're fighting. The police are fighting with them. The protesters. I mean, they had the yellow vests in France. That went on for months. To we be fair, the the France people are always protesting. Though. Well, maybe that's like, true, but from like day one, at, le- <laughs> at least the, at least they're believing in something and standing up for it instead of you know we we have things go on all the time that you know it's like the jp morgan chase thing with the with the cocaine and all that shit like what what are we doing but then again i don't even know like i guess i've watched protests and i guess protests can move people to get along with a particular ideology or something but in the grand scheme of thing a protest is just that and i mean like it's just we're gonna come here and tell you that we think y'all are wrong but at the end of the day we're going home and we're gonna go lay in our beds and the thing is, is that I, I, I mean, to me, it's almost like whatever the people are really protesting. Yeah. You know, the thing that that edifice that people are like, OK, the man, so to speak, the thing that is keeping the people in place, that is offering people like shitty lives and things like that, that thing that people are protesting against and are mad about, like that thing is too far advanced for like the yeah. like the people like still have like like with the gun stuff like i still get from a lot of gun owners that like they have this illusion that there's gonna come this damn time where we're gonna have to get our guns out we're gonna have to go at it with yeah. these government they're gonna come from yeah. my guns and i'm shooting them in the face and what do you think is gonna happen <laughs> that's what I, I nobody's gonna take my guns you're not so you're gonna have someone come to your house to take your guns you're not gonna give them to them you're gonna allow your kids to watch you get killed over a gun. Okay. So you want to do that. You can't win. They got drones. They got they got more. No matter what you have, you already can't buy what they have anyways. They got shit so, that can probably shoot you from from space. They got iron. Like they, they, they got to, Iron Man shit. Yeah, they have, they have stuff that they can now they can recognize you by your heartbeat with like a laser. You know what they'll do? To but they it. can do it from like miles away and they can do it inside a building. They can positively ID you through a building by your heartbeat or something to that effect. The, I, I mean, I don't remember what no, it was, yeah. but when I heard, I was like, Ooh. and this was like a guy that, and it wasn't, this wasn't like a make believe. No, whatever. this is a real this thing. This is like a real thing. He's like, <laughs> that was the one thing he said when he first saw that he was blown away. He was like a CIA guy and he was like, I was like shocked. And that's like known now that they have. So what don't? We know, you know. So Joe, you're gonna sit there with your AR-15 or your pistol. I'm gonna fight them all off. Yeah, I mean, unless you're talking like a a Red Dawn scenario where you're backing up the military because you're being attacked on our. That's not reality. That's not gonna happen. Approach it that way. They'll drop a 
little bomb on your house and yeah, yeah. In the it's over night, you it's over it's over so that's what i mean like, and it'll look like a gas explosion it'll get com- reported as gas explosion but look at that it's a, yeah. it's a complete they it's committed a complete suicide illusion. their house blew up yeah yeah <laughs> it's a complete illusion though think about it though so when i think about okay well how does this work out how does this thing well this thing is going to obviously continue it's going to keep getting bigger and keep getting bigger and then like all civilizations it's going to create that thing that destroys it all civilizations alter the way that they destroy themselves they they create it in the the way that they it's infrastructural it's an infrastructural thing it, it it's if you build certain weak points in your civilization, those things ultimately are probably going to be the things that... Well, you're a balloon. You, eventually, you're going to fill up with enough air. You're going to pop. It's just the way that it works. It's just the way... It's 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 a civilization. No civilization comes on the Earth and exists forever. Something always happens to it. So, this thing, I know it's huge and it's big. And it's kind of sad because, in a way, like, people just know that it's, like, this unstoppable force that is just going to continue. Like, and and people are fearful for the future. Very fearful of what's going to happen 20, 30 years from now. Because it's just, like, you see the chaos that goes on now and the, the infighting and the fact that we just can't. Like the strength, their strength in numbers, but you, the numbers are so divided that there'll never be enough well, strength. Even what you were saying with that that documentary with the hacking, add that to like the algorithm like Facebook uses yeah. to get clicks, which I even understand why they use that. They they put things on your page that you view more, and what do you view more? Things that pique your interest or get you to respond is yeah. oh, usually exactly. negative stuff. You know, you usually don't respond to like pup. I mean, I do with the puppies, but not everybody does. <laughs> yeah, you know, no. so. So you keep getting fed that. Not only are you getting fed what pushes on your side more, you know, you're getting fed like the negative part or the thing against it. So that it just yeah. keeps getting, just keeps dividing, 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 and dividing. Facebook is a huge part of that story. Like, yeah. watch that yeah. documentary. They're a huge part of that story. It's, it's, a, it, it's, I'm telling you. And it, it, for it, them, they're part of it's just money. Yeah, just flat out, they they get more money, more revenue by your more clicks, so they're gonna force you down I mean, that path. Uh, one of the banks just got busted. They got they got in trouble because they they there was a data breach, and it's been going on for three months. Yeah, and they they didn't tell anybody, and it's been going on for three months. Yeah. and now people found out, and it's been going on since March, and now it's getting reported. But look, it's been going on since March. Well, that's the thing about it that on that documentary. Um, there was this um, this woman. She was working for um, Cambridge Analytica, and um, she like quits. And one of the guys who did the movie like is following her around. Like he's like go with her, yeah, talking to her. And you watch her come into the realization of what she was a part of. This is a this is the, she used to work for Obama. She worked for Hillary Clinton, and eventually Cambridge Analytica. <laughs> Cambridge Analytica. She said they wouldn't pay her, but Cambridge Analytica was like pretty much a right wing type of a situation. And she, she said she created a conservative identity, a person that could be acceptable to those people because she comes from a more liberal stance. So it's wild, but. 
she like she's on like she's she's there with this dude right and mark zuckerberg is giving his testimony and thing and she's literally looking at the tv she's like oh just blame it all on me just blame it all on me and i was like man she's that in 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 integral in this situation that it's wild to see like she's just like a normal girl like she's just normal a, person she's just like like the, she thought she was doing her job yeah like she, like she, she, she was she going was, to work yeah. and she was doing her job and she was probably really good at it she thought she was doing something like worth you know like yeah. good versus and I then the realization of realizing what you did that yeah. caused so much destruction I couldn't mean, imagine. People get... Well, that's how you psychologically get somebody in something. Yeah. Right. You get, oh, them, yeah. get them to take the pen. So After like, they take the pen, I, you get them to take the book. You get them to like, take the book. Uh, maybe you it's, it. that's the same reason. Like whatever that part of a person is, it's the same reason you can get people into cults. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like... What not, I, look at Nazi Germany. They yeah. weren't all bad people, oh, no. but they fell into it. They like, took good people and like, look, we're fighting this group. So it's, it's a real good German thing to do to go over and, and help that... We're, we're not going to, nothing extreme. You're just going to get these couple people. They were really bad people. Yeah. So they get that person, you know, the cop goes over and gets that person. And then that just snowballs. And next thing you know, they're so deep, people. you know, and that's not sticking up for them, by the way. But, yeah. no, but, but, but psychologically, true. that's how you get pulled into. They, they did that uh, the thing with the kids. They put them in prison, made half the kids guards. You ever see that? And yeah. half the kids prisoners. Yeah. In like a week, they're like beating the kids yeah, that are yeah, the prisoners, yeah, yeah. and there's the pr- the guards are yeah. The, well, the kids into, people fall into the roles that they are get, given for them. They give that the little bit of power. They start joking around with it. Next thing you know, this guy's actually getting angry. And I read a book. I, I, I remember I read a Lord book. Lord of the Flies. <laughs> I read this one book um, called uh, some Holy Blood, Holy Grail, or something like that. And they they were they had a part about Nazi Germany, and they were saying that. Like, the Nazis had learned a great deal about how to present certain concepts and how to um, sway people's minds from the Catholic Church. Like, they had learned a lot of this stuff from them. So, they understood that they had to make the German people feel like they were part of this story. This story of uh, this, like, a part of, like, a... We're going to become a good great. versus evil. Oh, yep. uh, you are the chosen people's story. Like that's the that's the way to get any people to make them feel like, oh, I'm part of something. I'm this is this I'm this is why I have to support this. Mm. And that's what happened to a lot of people. But that, not everybody fell for that. And if you really pay attention, are you sure the same things not happening here? Are you sure? Are you oh, sure? Yeah. When no. I talk, when I hear people talking about. That they're a patriot and they, they, you know, and that they're they're pretty much an outrightly a nationalist. Like nationalism is extremely dangerous because it makes you and people, you know, from your na- nation or whatever, it makes their your lives worth more than somebody else's. And as soon as you do that, like people are about to die soon. Yeah. Like as soon as that happens, as soon as somebody's like, "Oh, your lives are meaningless." <laughs> I mean, that's going on right now. It's uh, it's happened in so many places in the yeah. world that it's like, it's just uncountable. There are lives more important than kids in Yemen, and kids in, in any part, of any Middle Eastern country that we're blowing up right now. Think about what it. Think about what's at the base of all of this, though. It's like poverty is poverty is like the manifestation. We ideologically we think about the world. In a way of scarcity, 
we think that there is not enough. We have to, we need all, we need more. We need, there's not enough for everyone. We need this, we need this. That thought, I think that that creates why we have to have something. Because it really doesn't make any sense. Like, if you wanted to make a strong nation, wouldn't it make sense for you to make all of these people people be strong? Right. Why would you have 50-some thousand people in the streets in Los Angeles? That's untapped. You know, who knows what those people could create if you optimize? So then, because it, if they're like, too strong, then it you begs can't the question. Of, I guess that's the reality. It's control, but it's then power. it's the begs the question of: Is it really? Is it, are we a world made up of different countries, or is there just somebody at the very, very top controlling what goes on through every country? But that's what I mean. I, that's why I, I, I the, the, I'm very confused with the presidency. When I was a kid, I believed it to be something like a king. And as time went on, like that got a little bit murkier. And I was like, okay, so what can this person do? Like, what, how much of this is this person? And how much of it is people behind this person? How much, you know what I mean? Like, that actual person doesn't really, can't really do a whole lot. They just look like a mouthpiece to me. They look like they, they, they're the person that gets brought out in front of the people to say stuff. I mean, if you think about it, if they were really in charge of things, think about how many things they would have to oversee. Can you imagine if Donald Trump could actually do what he wanted? Oh, we would. Mm-hmm. Like, if he could actually do the things. You know, he's probably sitting there saying some silly-ass ideas Every sometimes. school would be gold. Just... <laughs> It'd be called Trump School. Every school. Trump. Like, and it I... would be the, it'd be the greatest school ever. Can, be like, can I get a... Can I get... Can I get a big T put on top of the White House? Can you just fly that down right there? Trump, Trump White House. Yeah. Oh my Trump gosh. House. Trump White House. Can we it, take, and it wouldn't be can white, it'd be gold. You know, that, but there's a oh. bunch of things. You'd be like, what? Those people, that's a shithole country. It's just bomb them. Just, just, just get some nukes in there. Oh. You know? well, yeah, we, <laughs> we say that about the shithole country, but look at what he did about Baltimore. He said Baltimore is a shithole. Baltimore is a shithole. Yeah. I'll tell you something about Baltimore, about his statement. All he has to do is look across the, the dinner table at his son-in-law. Guess who's the yeah. biggest slumlord in Baltimore? Yep. Jared oh. Kushner, his son-in-law. Yeah, but look at all the money that was been shoveled they, they down to Baltimore. projects I in Baltimore. Oh, that's, yeah. That's they, we, nobody really knows that. We don't talk about that. Or Baltimore. Yeah, exactly. Isn't it? Right? <laughs> I saw all this shit. It's just comical to me. It was just like, this is yeah, a but show. It's, nonetheless... It, it, Everybody got mad because he said yeah. that, but it's true. Right. It is. You've been there. It changed if your you, outlook on a lot no, of things it, by going the, through Baltimore. The, go, it's like nobody cares. It's nobody cares. There's money getting funneled to. Th- there's money going to that area, but it's not going it's not to that going area. not going to that area. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, where is the money going? But like, there's some politic we, there that's making a lot of money. What's that? There's a the politic there making a lot yeah. of money. Not from their salary. I mean, you have a football team. You have poverty around the football stadium everywhere, but you had to take seventy three percent of the, the of the 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 cost of the football stadium was paid in taxes by the taxpayers, not the football team that's making billion dollars a year. But so we can take money to build a foot, and I love football, but we can have these billionaires shed, set up shop in these cities that have poverty everywhere. Yeah, why don't not they give pay for two it? shits about the poverty? <laughs> And act like they're, you know, oh, we're bringing all kinds of business into the area. Yeah, but no, they, you're not. You're not. You're bringing part-time jobs for people. You're not paying them jack shit. No. You know, I mean, it's ridiculous. No but, one is but, willing. But they built a park for them once. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
And then we, we get mad at the players for standing up for the people that are in poverty and like trying to make a statement. Then, I mean, what kind of screwed up backwards ass situation is, is are we dealing with? Nobody, I, I cares, nobody cares about, um, nobody cares about like the hood areas. Like that's something that I, I realized at a really young age. Like when I was a kid, like I, like I'd, I'd always go to Chester, like, when, you know, where my parents were from. And, you know, I'd be there for a little bit. And then, like, you know, you come home, you're like, what is the diff? Like, what? Why is that that? And why is this this? What is the difference? Like, and then it, I realized one day, it's just like, oh, well, they kind of feel like this is like a lost cause. Like, the hood is like a lost they don't think that it can be rehabilitated. They don't More think that, that it's a control thing. It's engineered yeah, it's to be that way. They can control situation it. Yeah. Because you don't really, uh, I mean. I mean, I'll go back to it every time. I, I work at a place where you have people that live in Harrisburg that make eight or nine dollars an hour. One of the do, one of the people that does that is 58 years old. He's a vet, uh, uh, injured veteran. Everybody that cares about veterans, listen, you know. Injured veteran, he can't get enough health care. The VA pushes his doctor's appointments back all the time. He can't. He doesn't have a car to get to the VA. I mean, it's like if you care about veterans, and I, I have to hear, you know, you want like it's. I call it part-time patriotism because it drives me crazy. Because I see all these people comp- like always want to use veterans to be, to use them to make points, but never actually care about them. You know, like you, you want to do something, go do something. When we had all these things going on with people kneeling and stuff and people making points and using the veteran to make points, how many of the people after they made that point went out and volunteered their time? I guarantee you less than 5%, probably not even 2%, you so, know? So it's a matter of how much do you really care? Right. Or are you really just mad that somebody is questioning something that you think um shouldn't be questioned right exactly and then, you know i you know i was just thinking about the other day and i said what well, you know definitely like well i guess from the racial standpoint from like the black white standpoint or whatever because people act like that's the only they're like it's black or white it's like no there's actually so many different people in the middle of that like you know but they but those these are the two that people right. the people are polarized you know we that's the go-to. We we are people who were created like in cognitive dissonance. Like we ho- we definitely hold two separate. Like we can hold two separate ideas in our heads at the same time. We're you know that's part of us. But like, I was looking at it and I was saying like, if you really think about it, and they're like, well, why is there so many problems? It's like, it's it's segregation, like segregation. And not having people around each other made two different communities with two different like ways of operating. And now the people aren't familiar in most cases to cross. Yeah, because there's no... There's not this uh, middle area. Like I grew up in both places, so I can go both places. Right. But... A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't. And so they're like, I'm not going there. And and that's on both sides because like in the city like uh, people be like man you crazy living out there <laughs> oh I tell people yeah. I get a ball like I tell a story all the time I'm like okay I used to drive my Audi down through Baltimore I had my lawnmower in the back I pop the trunk open I'm going to the worst parts of Baltimore I 
not one person ever was rude to me, said a word to me, nothing. I just went and mowed my lawn, packed up my car, and left, and never. Oh, you went to Baltimore oh and did God. what? How? <sighs> yes, and I made it out alive. This oh shocker, God. I know. I people mean, people thought like that about Lancaster when I was a kid. <laughs> like in like in effort to like people would be like, oh, I don't want to go into the city of Lancaster. It's just you might you might die. It's like. <laughs> Are you crazy? Like I used to you... go into Ann Street, down the ward area. And... Yeah, but you have a particular mind. You know what I'm starting to realize? This is like, all right, the hip-hop mind. People who are aff- affected by hip-hop find themselves in different situations than people who could never, ever deal with any of that. You know what I mean? Because you, you're willing to talk to people who come from some of those similar like um places you you see value in them as opposed to oh this is a scumbag from the hood he probably wants like he's probably on welfare he probably killed people i just really wanted pot yeah (laughs) that's that's where i had to go hey and but when i went there by myself without the person i used to go with they weren't very happy with me being there i believe that you know, and then they were questioning me. I'm like, well, look, I know you keep it right. And then he, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that wasn't, but then he, under, okay, yeah, yeah, you're good. And then, what? yeah. And that's the thing about it is really, it's, 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 it's sort of like um, merit based. You know what I mean? Like, that's a, like, you can't go in, like, if you come in with like ulterior motives and like trying to be a snake, like, no, I don't suggest that you go to the hood. I don't suggest you go if you're going to, like, be like that. But if you go and people, like, understand that you don't come and trying to mess shit up, that you're not some sort of snitch or something, like, then it's it's it's, it's a great experience. Some of my greatest memories are have been in places that some people I know would be to- terrified in, like, completely terrified. Mm. But it's like, oh man, like some of those situations, just like it's just a whole different element. It's, it, you know, how things seem so stagnant, kind of like in in this area, like you know, there's yeah. just like no one outside, and it's just like, yeah, it's just, it's different. It's such a complete it's alive. opposite. It's alive. Yeah. Those people need each other. Yeah. In places like this, people don't really need, like, you don't, you know, if you don't got I sugar. I avoid you... people. So, yeah. <laughs> well, if, you, I, if you need I sugar, was... you can go on Amazon. You don't need, you know, like, it's not the same thing as, like, people are like, oh, go next door, you know. It's, it's a if different I have situation. to go next door, I just ain't eat sugar. <laughs> I avoid yeah, the it's neighbors. It's just a different. It's a different interpretation of life. It's not, it's, it's, it's two different things. I mean, you got. I always go back to the fact that my kid gets a laptop to bring home from school, and they can't even get heat in a school system. So how are we ever gonna somehow get? So it only in that scenario, in that kind of situation, it only leads me to believe that people a just don't care, and b it has to be engineered that way. Yeah, they're trying to create. They're trying to create a situation where these people where a group of people aren't getting the education needs they need or you know the, that they want or need and and that just it starts there and it goes into whatever it turns into and and then we're just like in other parts of the country where you know we think uh, oh you know make America great again you don't want to recognize there's parts of America where we need to make it great again you know i mean like yeah you want to make america great and start in america start doing the shit that needs to be done because there's plenty of places that you could hold a picture up 
to compare it to a third world country and you couldn't tell the difference between the place that, in America and the third world country. That's I heard someone talking and I don't know how you feel about it, but like reparations mm. and what he was saying as opposed to like some people want the reparations as far as like you just get a check. You know, well, I don't know what your I would, I don't know I'll what your ancestors are. But, but <laughs> what, what what he was saying was well, better than that, they should be taking that money from like what is it? GE, I think, was found to go directly back to directly like plantations. To yeah, like it that's, was that's built a- on the backs of slaves. That money from that company, like a percentage of their profits or money, but take that and invest it directly into those communities, like the bad yeah. parts of Baltimore, Chicago, and New- every city. But yeah. the, but the problem and is revitalize it. Who's going to who's going to control that money? That's well, the that's problem. the problem. It'll just get wasted because like anything else. It's like it's like when we talk about socialism and all these other different types of government that you want to have. The reality of the situation is, unless you rid the government or whoever's in control of the money of corruption. Things aren't going to change. That's no. what I'm saying. It's th- That's why I pay little attention to politics because I understand that the problem is civilizational. It's something deeper than the politics. The politics are just the w- are just people politicking about it. They're, they're, they're talking about like they're managing it like this the whole thing. But you're, you're right. It can't it can't work. Because it, it will always become corrupted. You, you're right, but it's it, but they 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 affect so many things. I know, and yeah, that's, I mean, that's, and that's, that's the, the frustrating that's, for me. Yeah. Like, like you're right, and I agree with you 100. percent But then it's like I see things like it has an appearance of reality. Like it's like it'll be like, yeah, yeah, we're gonna pass this bill, and that, that, okay, I get that. That's I understand that, yeah. but at the same time. I'm looking at what is really underneath this. What is this thing made of? This yeah. thing is made on death and corruption and all other kinds of just I'm not saying that I see its good points. Don't get me don't get me wrong. I would never say that like America doesn't have its good points. I understand that this is basically one of the freest places on, in, in the world. I get that. But at the same time, I also understand that, like, all right, if I if I was a dude who like, uh, who who was a killer, let's say like I had gone on a killing spree and I got away with it, and uh, you know I just lived my life out, and I was just like you know just <laughs> selling mattresses or something, <laughs> and, you know. Yeah. But but think about it. All right. Yeah. At some point in time, though, I have to come to grips. With the fact that no matter if I'm the manager at the the place or not, I still have to come to grips with the fact that hey, I murdered a bunch of people. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. So that's what I mean. Like, you, it can't just be forgotten. I remember the look on some dude's face when I brought up the fact that this was built on genocide, and he was like offended that I would even say that. I said, I didn't make this shit up. This is just the reality of it. KRS One, I always say that. Say you cannot have justice on stolen land. I didn't always. I, I when I heard him say it, I said that sounds cool. But then I really thought about it. And I was like, Oh yeah, you're saying you can't have justice on stolen land because the people who create who stole the land, their mentalities are still the most prevalent part of it. It's like built they're built, it's built on what their thoughts. It's for them, so to speak. So there's always that aspect. And that's, I mean, 
that at the end of the day, every time I see another politician or presidential candidate talking about what they're going to do when they get in there, and I'm just like, are you serious? <laughs> like, you just say a bunch of shit, and then you get people riled up, and then, you know, the it, one side wins, one side loses. It's like fucking football where, <laughs> you know, somebody's going to be mad at the end of the day. If, if your guy gets in... Life but, is beautiful. If he if he loses, oh, here comes this asshole. For it's the same thing, and it just continues and continues, and the war machine continues, oh, and it doesn't even give a shit about who's the president. It gets worse. Well, the war machines that's money. It's, it's the only manufacturing we really still do in this country yeah, is weapons. We don't and, have, and they you they have to keep the war going to keep the manufacturing going to keep the technology going to keep the money going. And it's it's a, it's just a vicious profitable. cycle. Well, that's where the Tulsi person. I, I like Tulsi Gabbard, but like it's like you're saying, like talk is cheap, action matters. I ain't never seen nobody talk some shit up like Obama. Right. That I tell people all the time that there was no other presidency that pissed me off more than any, and, more than that one. And people were like, "Oh, what, what you you against him? Why he's the you got to get behind that black man?" This and, and I'm like. All right, I I remember watching the inauguration. And there was this old black lady, and she had tears in her eyes, and she was like crying and stuff. And I saw what was in her mind. She said, "I lived to see the day when a black man was the president and could express our plight to the rest of the country and possibly make things better." for us and i was so pissed off because i was like he's not that he's not what you think like that's not what it is and i knew that that was the sentiment that was in so many people's minds and don't get me wrong wasn't some of it though just the fact that he was able to get elected good bad or indifferent some just the fact that that enough of the country was willing to accept you remember the people with that obama phone do you remember uh, yeah, those Obama people phone. were like, oh, I'm not going to have to pay my phone bill. Like, that sounds comical and that's horrible. But there's people so destitute that they actually believe shit like that. Yeah. And that's what pissed me off. Because it's like, you, you, it's almost kind of like um, reverse Trump type shit. Because it's, it's like, thing. hey, y'all, we got this guy. If you like fucking white supremacists and shit, like, uh, we got him for you. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, like Chappelle said. He's actually for me. I'm a rich man, not you. <laughs> Do you actually think Trump's racist? Now look, like before, like I always it cracks, and I don't even like him, but I find myself sticking up for kind of somewhat him when I'm not when I don't like him, which is ironic. Uh, again, I said that. Well, you're well, that's what, because that term white supremacist really gets thrown around a lot, and I get that. Like, I, but you like know. he's gotten words from the NCAAP. But, yeah. but you gotta like, remember, you're you know, trying you go to come from the the perspective of facts. That's it, the problem. What drives me nuts is like, what, but I'm saying when you're and trying sorry, to, mom, if you're listening, but people like my mom, who if you go back 10, 15 years ago, he's a Democrat, right? Like she hates it. She would hate him, right? Like in going up in the church. These people that are religious people, they they would hate Trump because he was greed and lust and all this and stuff. Wasn't but now he's based on morality. Great. Now he's great. Now he's a saint in this Christian perfect for thing. Four years now, and God sent him to fix everything. What? Yeah, that's, that's scary. This is, this is what he picked. 
So let okay. Me, uh, yeah. well. You got an immigrant that's a president that's married to an immigrant that is uh, ex-wife is an immigrant. All his children are immigrant, but he wants to build a wall and keep people out of the country. Well, I mean, and his foreign policy is creating people wanting to leave where they live, their home, and come to a country because you're blowing their shit up. I want to. I, I want to. Well, here's the other thing. I, I want to answer but, that question though, because that was a good question. Go ahead. I don't even remember what question was. You, anyway, <laughs> but you asked, do I think that Trump is actually a racist? And that's funny because I was just having this talk the other day. Um, and the way that I've always explained it is, uh, you know, a racist is one of, that's one of those terms that doesn't really have a definition. I mean, it seems like it does, but different people have different different definitions of it. A racist could be anybody who has a prejudice against somebody else on a racial standpoint. That's what that could mean. When I was in college, I took a class and I was taught that racism is indicative of white supremacy, that racism is about a power structure being enacted that like a black person can't necessarily be racist against a white person because we don't live in a climate of black supremacy that so so someone was to say that white supremacy is founded on the fact that this entire thing was founded in white supremacy and that when they enact their prejudice that the system in some ways even now still responds like oh yeah that's okay you can you, yeah, know, you can do that you can do that you know what I mean so I mean black supremacy I mean the the closest you could get to that concept is like what happened in like South Africa when you know with like different like um you know Europeans like losing land and things like right, that right. like I understand like I, I mean like that's 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 a that's a crazy situation but. When we talk about the word racist, I, I'd say from the standpoint of I've seen too many people kind of say it. I've seen I've seen a particular I don't think everybody like I grew up with a lot of people who I would not call racist, but I would say they had racial hangups. Sure. You take that person and put them in the hood in a certain situation. It, Are I'm, they outwardly racist? No, but they. They, they have, have reservations. They're going to cross the street. You know what I mean? That you, type of thing. You know, they. they uh, I think in a lot of cases, the hangups come from things like, um, uh, you know, you might have parents and they don't want you dating somebody uh, outside of the, the <laughs> you know, yeah. you or um, you, you can't listen to certain kinds of music. Uh, and I understand, like, you know, with rap particularly, like, there's, you know, the language and content part of it. But some people really just don't want their child being exposed to what black people are saying. Um, so there's a lot of hangups that I think most likely he has certain hangups. I think he has certain things that where I think... Well, you don't think he's outwardly targeting black people. I don't I don't no, I don't I don't I don't think I believe that. See cuz what's happening now in my well, again, in my opinion, I think they're throwing around the words Nazi and, and white supremacy and racist. Yeah. And you're using so they're much hot words right now. Yeah, but you're you're taking away from 
Oh yeah, like that's real why I, racism. That's why I'm really. Yeah, I hate when they use the word Nazi because like it's a particular thing. Whether <laughs> you like what's going on in, in down south with the border or not, don't be calling them concentration. Don't be calling them Nazi because they're not killing the Jews. Right. You know, that six million people got killed. It's different, it's and you're taking away from those people that went through experience. that. Yeah, and. A Nazi, Nazi is just one of them things that people like. Like it's a, it's, it's a, just a, it's it's a nice word to so say. To speak. It's an epithet, so to speak. Well, it comes with an attachment of a certain idea of 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 something, and then you want to, from your perspective, you're trying to attach something nasty to him. So then you use that. You know, you see, was, to me that kills the effect of the actual word when you keep repeating it. Just. You watch the Democratic debates and every other words, racist, 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 racist. Yeah. Well, if Listen. you look at, the, if you go back and look at a political party and go back to even like the early 90s with the first Clinton um, and look what they did with like the war on drugs. We've talked about that yeah. oh and targeting gosh. marijuana or pot the same way they're targeting like opiates and everything else. Well, actually, no, not the same way because you get caught with $30 of weed in your pocket. You're going to jail for 10 years. You got caught with. You know, a uh, half key of Coke, you're doing three months. So they were targeting a specific well, area. Oh, yeah. And that all led up to the, you know, the whole the riots in L.A. And yeah. eventually. I think that, that they was targeted. You know? Oh, for sure. That, 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 there's a situation that I would say is targeted. I can't say that Donald Trump is targeting black people. But the only thing that I do see, um, it's like the one uh, comedian, I think, um, he was, I think he was just on Joe Rogan again, but uh, one, uh, Alonzo Bowden, and he, I remember hearing him say one time, he said, <laughs> he said, I'm not saying that everybody who voted for Trump is a racist, but I know that for racist, Trump was yeah. their yeah. pick. Yep. Yes. Like, you know oh, I mean? like, 100%. So, so the thing about it is, is like, if you have a, if you have people who have these, uh, these, I guess, racist sentiments, um, for them to elect a man, I wouldn't be surprised if that man had at least racial hangups. Because, I mean, I, it, it's it's a little, you know, he has been, uh, nobody's willing to call them terrorists. And they've, they're the oldest, like, the, that, the you know, definitely with like the Klan. Like, the Klan is like the oldest domestic terrorist group in the United yeah, States. Yeah. They've been terrorizing people. Like, come on, these people were hanging people up on trees and burning crosses and people uh, can you imagine if any group was doing some uh, can you all right, can you imagine if like some Islamic group was finding Christians, <laughs> stringing them up <laughs> on trees and then uh, oh and then gosh. lighting up some I don't even know what they would light up, but like that's how uh, you and, and then burning a cross. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you if they did that, they'd be like, "We need to get these people automatically." All like, but when it's it's kind of hard to do that when um, cousin Billy Bob from the Klan is related to some man of power down the street. That's 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 kind of hard. You know what I mean? Like a lot of I grew up with a lot of people who had openly white supremacist people in their family. Who expressed that? You know what I mean. Like I, when they were there, I wasn't allowed to go there. All, all kinds of stuff. So it was like, I mean, I I I don't know if um, 
And I guess there is maybe some some evidence that um, Trump and his dad had kind of like uh, um, discriminated against like black people and stuff for like housing stuff like back yeah. in the day. I mean, and, and you know that's that's definitely a possible thing. But I mean, like, does he really different from any other? Like, like, you know, there was probably a lot of people at that time. Not to say that that that's not an excuse, but it is to say, um, like I said, I it don't, wasn't abnormal at the time. Yeah, and and, I, and doesn't I'm, make it good. But doesn't it make is it what good, it is. but it, I, you know, I'm, I'm sure a lot of that stuff was going on at that time. So, um, I think he's probably a man who. Uh, maybe has hang ups. It's not like I think he doesn't like shake black people's hands and like yeah. you know I, don't I, drink I, out of that. Fountain. Yeah, you know he's not that. He's not that. But a lot of, I had a lot of friends that were similar to that. Who um, there was st- and it would come out in drunk times. You know they say something all, and, and and I'd be like oh oh really know, that was in there. <laughs> like, you know like, you know but. <laughs> But I'm sure. But a lot of that stuff is is kind of hidden down. The, it, you know, some people don't have to deal with that in their families. They don't have to deal with that type of ignorance. But there's certainly a lot of people who have to grow up generations deep in white supremacist ideology. They may not go like on a gun like killing spree or something like right. that but that might just be like something that you know a way that they it's a way to see the world it's a lens to see the world through i know when i was younger because i don't like call parents out or anything but there was a, a point in time and now like i well you went to churches i yeah. went to a church in i think it was allentown it's all black church uh, that was Allentown. different. Oh, crazy! It's a different situation because we were the sing the the, the singing type church. Were, was the, it like you know, a was it Pentecostal? Singing, well, yeah, we, we well my my dad didn't believe that there should be a certain thing. You hmm. did what he thought, but like, yeah, it would have been more towards that where the, you know you sing, you clap, and like there was a whole other level of it there, which was pretty good experience. But I had brought my when I was like. <laughs> 15 i guess i try to remember because i we lived in pottsville and i lived in the apartment mm-hmm. so anyways i brought a girl home my mom was fine it was a black girl mm-hmm. my mom was fine oh nice what are you doing Da-da-da. no i didn't say it was my girlfriend I didn't say it was my friend I didn't say nothing anything. just saying we leave come back then i start getting questioned <laughs> who is that why are you with her well she's is it your girlfriend i don't know why what does it matter, mom? And then, and now she never said anything bad, but the questions were there. And it's funny because you said it's it's in there. And it, it's just, and then it's just at the time, the it pushed me further. Like it made me kind of mad. And then kind of what you said then, at, at some point I had the realization, okay, but if you go back, it wasn't that long ago, like 50s and 60s when segregation was a real thing. It's not, not like they were still fighting what they were taught. Yeah, you know what I mean. And my dad wasn't like that, but oh god, I feel bad for my mom now because I'm saying that because <laughs> well, my mom wasn't. She's not it's now. She's not but so, like, yeah, I don't think people should be. Held and she grew up in the middle things. of nowhere. Yeah. Like, like I took Maurice to my grandparents' house. Yeah. Like they're like, like in the middle of nothing. Yeah. And it was funny because Maurice was awful at basketball, <laughs> but but he was black. Yeah, so that, we go to the sad time we drove in black guy around white people. They're like, do do the move. Well, do Michael Jordan. That's what happened. We went into Three Springs. We went into this little town and he's with me and we go to the park. 
So you guys want to play a game? Well, everybody wanted to be on his team. Oh my god! And I mean, he was awful at basketball. He was not. So the, first? they get like halfway through it, they're like, "Is this thing right?" But same thing. It was you know that was an area where he was probably the only person they've seen that hey, was. Listen. Yeah, for that like was, that was a long time. most of my existence. Like most of my existence in Ephrata, like was just been always being like it was like all right. I'm. It's clear I'm the only black person here. And, um, yeah, that's a, it's an interesting thing. Like definitely if he wasn't really used to that situation, cause people expect things out of you. No, Marie saw it was funny. I would imagine it would probably be hilarious. It can be funny. It can like, you can stand off and, and really look at it and it can be hilarious. But I think in my life, I started to see where it formed certain aspects of like, my personality like there was this one dude at this uh this job i used to work at that job i used to tell you i hate yeah, it couldn't yeah. stand it but the dude there he's like he's like yeah he's like well it's like sometimes man you sound like like a 12 year old girl or something and i was like i was like yeah i had to like lighten my voice up so i could stop scaring white people oh yeah he used the like, white voice i had and it and I said it being funny, and then I actually analyzed that thought, and I was like, "Hmm, something like that actually kind of happened." Like, I, I I started to see like the deeper my voice was. Like sometimes people would just kind of be very like uh, timid around. Like, so what voice are we getting? You're kind of get you're getting my <laughs> podcast voice because every you know you, the you podcast, listen to us, the rap music. If you like, listen to my music, music it's, it's a different yeah, situation. It's a different. It's a different voice. But my podcast, I have a podcast persona. What, uh, what are we talking about, uh, Michael Wan, about that? Yeah. How, yep. how, like, you you form this persona. Um, it's You want it to be, like, completely 100% real. But at the same time, you know you're presenting something. Like So you're like, all right, let me be best understood. <laughs> But yeah, I, I think when you're like gathering your thoughts too, like you're kind of going through, like you know, you just don't want to sound like an idiot. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you mm. figure, like people are going to be listening to this. Let me just like try to be as understandable as possible. That's why I hate I'm doing the introduction. <laughs> you did a good introduction, man. You that know? wasn't he. You know, he acts like he's really bad at it. But he, uh, I also better. listen back to this, and when I listen back, I, t- I tell you right now, I guarantee you the percentage of cutouts is is my ands, those maybe. <laughs> it's awful to listen to yourself. Yeah, it's it's not oh, fun. Man. You know, pauses, whatever, and like I can see because I know me. I'm like, I'm listening to it. I'm thinking back in my head. Okay, like I just literally took five minutes to to come up with a, a thought and say it and process it right. <laughs> When I put out my last album, like it's it's so strange to listen to. Like it's yeah. weird. Like I actually just started um uh I'm gonna I'm putting out another album. Oh yeah? Like uh You have songs together? I have I'm writing stuff. I have all the beats for it. I you know I'm work I'm working with like three different producers. That's I'm awesome. gonna do I got one beat on there. So I mean it, it's different. It's a different situation. But um, well, it's exciting. It's it's exciting, but it's it's also strange because it's like, I, like you said, I hate listening to myself. Yeah, 
Like and I, you got to listen to yourself a lot when you're doing that. But you have to listen <laughs> like to over yourself and over, and over, over and over again, even before anybody else hears it. Like, like so, I mean, I don't know. It's And you're most critical of yourself. You you're are. your biggest, hardest critic, Just, for sure. I'm always listening to anything I record, like... Like those fast breaks, yeah. That I do. Like I don't even listen to. Them. No, you I just said. I don't even listen back because I'm That's just good. gonna be like. Well, you, but they're good though. Again. By the way, listen to Will's fast breaks. Fast breaks. Did two episodes so far. Fast breaks. I thought they were both good. And it does pretty good with use your phone. They were supposed to do. Yeah, I used my phone. That seems to it work was good. good for a phone. Yeah, I yeah. I just had to figure out how to get it. Like transferred the, the into MP3 yeah to, MP3. You know my I sometimes have issues, but now I got it down pat. It only took me like a minute. This last one, the other one took me about an hour to figure it out because I have some problems. You know, I, if it wasn't for YouTube, I I would never get anything done. So hey, thank you, goodness for YouTube. YouTube is God. <laughs> well, depends. Hey, listen, depends what you're talking people, about. You get a rabbit hole in YouTube quick. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people. I've seen a lot of people make a lot of prayers and stuff, and nothing happened. And they can ask YouTube a question <laughs> and be shown, you know, like you might want to go to YouTube for your prayers. I fixed a lot. I fixed my cars a lot of times trying to just figuring out and diagnosing stuff and fixing them off of YouTube. Oh, we use it at the shop all the time. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious. Like, it's kind of like um when you like, like at the doctor and like they get on like WebMD. Mm. It's like. Dude, like you don't know this stuff. Like, what do you imagine? Like, uh, like ten thousand years from now, or some whatever it is, and like civilization has decayed and crumbled, <laughs> right? And they find the servers for YouTube somewhere <laughs> or something like backed up, and they can play them back or something. Like these people, look at all the stuff they did. Oh, you should see. I got some weird search history because I look up strange things. Anything that I don't know, I'm like Google. And I like look it up. Yeah. What's the, what's the, what do you think? The, what's one of the strangest things you ever looked up? Oh God, <laughs> I don't even know. The strangest thing? Like the what was, yeah, like you know, what's the thing that you that you like when you think back on it? You're like, man, like I don't know where my mind is at. <laughs> even, like, well, some of it I don't even think I want to repeat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've looked up some reptilian people stuff. Like I got some like. I, I can't even. I'd like to, to go back in the history and just look at what I looked up. I'm I'll sure go there's through plenty, that. all kinds of stuff. You know the little. Well, I have a Samsung phone, but that little mic you hit. Yeah. For the Google search, yeah. I'll go back through that, look at that history sometimes, and I'll read it to like like my kid or my wife. Yeah. Like, and they're like, I'm like, I don't know what, what I was even looking mind? it up for. Well, like, like, plus you probably had a conversation with somebody and it was listening in, that's searching like, for you. <laughs> purple duck. Like, Pur- why were you looking purple up a purple duck? deck? You know, I'm like, I don't know. I don't remember why I was looking it up, but it's like weird it. stuff like that. Well, you can definitely go down some rabbit holes, oh, yeah. you know, because you start looking for one thing. Next thing, oh, that looks kind of interesting. Oh, wait a minute. That looks kind of, wait a minute. Where the hell am I? I'm like, some, I don't even know. It's just like crazy. It's and if you watch one video, it yeah, links you to it, like yep, that. that. Yep. Then it starts recommending it for, I mean, it's the algorithm. Yeah, because I watched one of those dark web mystery box things one time. Yeah. Like when we were on vacation because everybody was sleeping. I was just trying yeah. to find something. Yeah. So I watched it. I think that's next thing you know, like every other <laughs> thing was those those videos of these dark web yep. mystery boxes or whatever. Yep. Oh, man. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, like when I'm on vacation, too, it's like you're like, OK, everybody's asleep. I'm not tired. So now I'm like, 
I, this is the one time and like I actually have time to just do something senseless. I'm going to look up whatever, you know, yeah. and then you're looking up like strange whatever and you're like in black holes somewhere and you don't even know. That's how the stuff with like Will Chamberlain started, like just like being at nighttime, like I was just like, you know, it just came in my head. It's like, who do you think is probably the best basketball player ever? And then it's like. I gotta find out all this stuff about Will Chamberlain, and then I just went down a huge <laughs> rabbit hole with that last. When day. they always put him as to like, now. who's the best basketball player of all time, except for Will Chamberlain? Yeah, they he's, always he's put in that a like a caveat. Human being. Well, he that's changed you know the entire. The he told me some that's crazy stories. That's how you know he's the best because they put him in an entirety. Diff- they don't even mention other people with him. That's no. how you know he's the best. I'm I'm less of a LeBron guy than I used to be, but. I, I this past year with the Lakers, like I just didn't like how that whole thing worked yeah. out. If something just stank about that whole situation. Well, it, it, it always happens though. The, the the league is only as good as the teams that are in it. Yeah, and in yeah. the eighties, they really understood that. Like they used to have like stacked teams. <laughs> like it wasn't that, it's so uncommon really to have such monumental people on the same team. I mean, but I felt like he had some talent on that team, and he just would. Di- I don't. He I felt like he enough. did. Yeah, he didn't have. An, <laughs> he I guess not. Up. But but the West is tough too. The West enough. is tough. I just felt he like he, maybe he didn't lead them very well. But because like possible. that trade deadline, they were like, oh, we're just going to give everybody away for Anthony Davis. We we have a trash can I'll over here that we'll give you the too. trash can. We'll give you whatever you want. You can have Lonzo Ball like, take his dad. Oh mm-hmm. man, I bet Go that ahead. was you like that him. was a gift. That was a gift. Who else went? Um, they gave uh, Lonzo Ball. They gave up uh, Oh Brandon Ingram. Oh, yeah, Brandon Ingram. He needed to get out of there because he wanted to be the man. Yep, yep. He, like, I've seen him having battles with LeBron like over like, oh, it's my team. It's like, come on, Brandon. Yeah, you, you haven't done anything. You, you haven't done nothing. You man. Like, you need to just stay in your place. They gave up Take your little shorts, man. like 14 first round draft picks. <laughs> like, like, I feel like they gave up like three years of first round draft picks. Everybody's trying to, but people are trying to compete because it's like those teams are loading up. Like, oh, man. It's going to be there's going to be a be- thing about it. the Western Conference final might not never leave L.A. That's it might. Yeah. It might not leave. LA. It might all be in the Staples Center. Hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Clippers and the and the. Clippers and the Lakers. I mean, I mean, Kawhi out there in the same city, like that's and Paul if George. They can figure that out. Imagine the money that could be generated off of having an entire Western Conference playoffs in one building. That might Absurd. not be good for them though, because then you don't get that money come from the other parts of the country. Yeah, but I guess what, that's true. What's, it's what's, all coming. You're just making all the same money well, from the yeah, same city. Well, that's a whole other conspiracy in my mind. Like they that they may alter alter who goes to the finals and who plays in the playoffs because like what you said we yeah, like, then why would you have get... the raptors win well you know <laughs> it's canada you know they they, hey. they got free health care yeah, yeah why. but why would you want them i, to I have no know. idea I can't, I can't justify it in any way i heard a guy on a conspiracy <laughs> podcast the other day talking about sports talk, say that he had heard evidence that there was magnets in the balls oh i, I heard was that like too. what just that was on the fireside it, he was, was on the fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You heard basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There's magnets in it that does that pushes the ball crazy. away this, from the rim. This, now that, I'm not saying I believe this, but this is what. Well, this, wouldn't it push it for everyone then? They do the same things in the footballs. Like the foot, they have something in the football that pushes the ball away from the field goal. 
Yeah, but then wouldn't it always was that, do was, that? Well, I explain why nobody can make an extra point Oh, no, anymore. they can activate it. Oh, they can activate it. It's yep. an electronic magnet. I mean, in the NFL, there's definitely some shady things that go on 100%. Well, any sport, there's definitely. I mean, you has, I mean, you did have a, a referee in basketball. In yeah. What was his name? Tim Tim Donahue or whatever. He got busted for being putting bets on games. It, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that happened. You know, that's happening. That's you know. A- that was a whole, like, um, I remember reading about, like, this whole thing that happened at, like, the University of Iowa back in the day where um, the dude, um, Connie Hawkins, um, Connie Hawkins played, like, with, he was in the ABA for a little bit, but, like, he got blackballed from the NBA because they said that he was involved in this point shaving thing when he was at the University of Iowa, and they didn't let him in the NBA until he was, like, 30-something. Like he was past his prime, but he was still, he, it, 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 he was past his prime. He got picked up, I think, by Phoenix, and he he ended up taking Phoenix to the finals. <laughs> like he was that good and past his prime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was watching uh, Ice Cubes three on three. Oh uh, yeah, I watched. Pick and uh, what's what's his name was playing? Um, I can't I can't remember the we talked about him before. He's talking about Mahmoud. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mahmoud Abdul-Rauf yep. is one of my yep. favorite athletes. He's like of fifty all time. something. He was out there. He played like he played a couple minutes. He he has like he puts buckets up. He, was he can shooting. put buckets up on like all right like Joe Johnson really couldn't guard him. Joe Johnson <laughs> should probably be in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. Joe Johnson just destroys that entire league because he's fresh out of the NBA. Right. He's just destroying people. Who Did you ever see that video of Curry's dad? He like kicks the ball over or throws the ball over and he's at doing something over yeah, like half court. And he turns around, picks his dad turns around, picks up and just, just throws banks it. Half court, yeah. Banked it, yeah. You're like, oh, that's where he gets it from. Yeah. Just, well, just, Del Curry was one of during his time was one of the best yeah. three point shooters. I mean, but that was his thing. He that's yeah. he that was his specialty. He was a specialty. Still player. now he's, you know, how old just who, Del Curry? Yeah, yeah but like I mean you know, when plays. you're a shooter, you're a shooter, yeah, you know? Yeah, that stuff is going in. Like, you know, you just that doesn't just go away. Yeah, he's but yeah, definitely. I mean, I think for a lot of guys and Mahmoud, like he like he can still shoot the ball. Like he's not as quick as, right. he, as he used to be. But he he still he plays defense. He still plays hard. He's definitely like the oldest person in the league. Yeah. I mean, he was playing in the he was in the NBA in the nineties. Oh, one of my favorite players. You see what I'm saying? Like he was in the NBA in the nineties. Yeah. And is playing against people who were in the NBA like a two year years ago. ago. Two years ago. <laughs> yeah. Mario Today. Chalmers is in there, and Mario I, he Chalmers wasn't, is like way maybe fresh a year out. a year ago. Maybe he played. Yeah. There's all kinds of not people. last year. The year before, probably. Um, they got that dude Brian Hollins. He he played for like the Clippers. Like these yeah. guys are kind of fresh out. And I like Reggie. Nate Robinson. He went do- head was to he head playing? with Nate Robinson. Yeah, last season, last season, and got the, he got the best. He got the best of Nate Robinson, and Nate had just been in the league like a year before that. And I was just like, he's like fifty though. <laughs> like <laughs> my favorite player though, by it's not even close as Reggie Evans. 
Reggie Evans. Remember, you love Reggie Evans. Reggie Evans, man. You, you, will, you will love. Yeah, he's just like, he's just like awkward. Out, and he just runs around beating people up. And he just rebounds. Reggie. And he just no, like, offensive game is ugly. It's like my kind of dude. Yeah, Reggie's it, it's he's my kind of dude. It's an ugly game, but it's effective. Yes, exactly. He scored. I was watching. He scored. They, they had like. As for somehow he was on fire. So for on fire for him, he scored like twenty some points. Oh wow! And I think they only played at what fifty. They played a fifty. Yeah. Is that what it is? Fifty. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, this is kind of actually interesting. I, I watched a couple oh, games. No, I watch it because I mean that game like the like last week it was Joe Johnson's team versus uh-huh. Mahmoud's team, and like they have like Rashard Lewis. Yeah, like, Rashard like, Lewis. Yeah. So. That was a really like it was an exciting game. Yeah. Like uh, Joe Johnson hit a four point shot to win yeah. the game. It's uh-huh. like it's a little, it's a little weird to get used to. Like at first, I'm like, okay, this is only half court. Because yeah, like I wasn't weird. like the first time I watched it, I was just wasn't like I had to adjust kind of how I was like taking it in, you yeah. know? Because you're just not like used to like the half court. And I'm like, why are they getting the ball right there? I was like, what's going on? <laughs> I love three on three. I love and they get a four point shot. Yeah, they, they yeah. have a four point. That's like. Five or six feet behind the, the three, three point, point line. line. Yeah, there's like a couple. There's like three circles that you can shoot. Oh, only in those he, spots. Yeah, and like he, he, he like stepped back and like it was out there, like and just let it go, and they won the game on that shot. And I was like, man. I was like, Joe Johnson really Joe. isn't that long ago. He was a 20-point scorer yeah, in, the, in the NBA. He had, like, not, maybe a couple, two years ago. Yeah, I it feel wasn't like. that long ago when Joe was that. And so that's what I mean. Like, I think that you might start to see that happen. Like, yeah, certain players are just going to get streamlined into it. Yeah, I love and Ice Cube. Somebody asked Steven Jackson. <laughs> somebody asked Steven Jackson because he plays in the Oh, Steven Jackson. Steven Jackson, Jackson yeah. I mean, it's one of my favorites. I mean, Dr. J is a coach in the league. Yeah. And you understand what I'm saying? Gary like, that's Payton, a, that's too. That's a great Gary Payton. Yeah. Lisa Leslie is a coach. Is um, she? Yeah. Um, um, Rick Barry is a coach. You know what I mean? Like, the, it's such a, it's a, it's a really cool thing. Charles Oakley was a coach. Oh, yeah. I saw Charles. I was, the one I was watching, they, he was a coach. They yeah. got Kenyon Martin. Greg Oden is in the league. Is he? <laughs> Greg Oden is in the league. What? And, like, he dominates. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, he's killing people. Like, he's, like, you know, like, it's, it's so interesting to watch because I remember back in the day, I was like, man, he's a monster. Like, oh, he's, he's going to kill everybody. And then, you know, he got he all those didn't. injuries. Remember, the, yeah. the, the, no, the, you know, the, injuries. He, he was the Durant, uh, Durant, Greg Oden debate. Who's yeah, playing? that's what that was. That the, was, that the, was who the was going? Who do you pick, and which one's going to be the next? Is going to be better than Jordan or whatever? Yeah, you know, that was like, and I, but I mean, Greg Oden had to be born when he was born. He had to look like he was like twenty five. That dude, mm. yeah, dude. <laughs> he just looks old. He looks old, and like he had knee problems, right? Is that what was yeah. like kind of yeah, his he, downfall? Microfracture surgery, yeah, like yeah. two times. I think. Yeah, it was that's not good for a big career. dude. That's not yeah. good. But. uh yeah, they had. Uh, I mean, they got so many people in that league. They got. I mean, How Gilbert, many teams Are- is Gilbert Arenas is in that. I didn't league. see him. I like, didn't watch one with him on it. That's why I just like. It was just, it's just nostalgic for me. Yeah, for sure. I was watching. That was the same thing for me. I was like, it's like, oh look, who there. I forget. It was. 
I, I don't know. It was like a bunch of different guys. I think didn't Iverson play for a short Iverson period of time? For a little the bit. first year for yeah, like a tiny year. bit. Yeah, like, and then like then didn't he, he just like walk yeah. away? Yeah. He just sucked. And he didn't Did really he? try. Then he yeah. didn't show up. To half like the I'm game. glad. Yeah, yeah. Then he and he had his own out. team. He got kicked out of the league. I'm glad I didn't even see it because I want to keep the vision of how he was in my mind. I don't even want to see bad Iverson. I want to see just. Like I, I didn't even watch him when he went to Denver. Yeah. I like I was oh, like, man, I'm but good. Iverson still has some good moments in Denver, though. Did he? It's I like I was it. watching uh, Michael uh, when he went to the Wizards. Like people yeah. kind of forget about that, but, but he, was he was still good. Still, like he, he was, was still, still good. killing people. Yeah, like, he was still good. He was. There were times where you were like, "Oh yeah, he's definitely the oldest person on the court," but he's definitely the best player on the court. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Still the best player on the court. I was watching a video where he scored. Didn't he score like twenty three points in a row or something? He played for Washington. Something he, like that. It he, was like he something had a ridiculous. Forty point games. Yeah, like, yeah. He, he was. Uh, it was Mike. He's like, I'm gonna go play baseball. Eh, I'm gonna come back and play basketball. I'm just gonna dominate no matter what I do. It's highly impulsive. Yeah. Uh, when you watch his game. It'll tell you that about him. You rumor know? was he didn't retire. His rumor was he got, got suspended. Forced out. Well, that's, that's, that's the on the fireside theory. chat one. And then he came back when about the that. suspension yeah, came yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked. I well, mean, he was not like he's a very nice, well. He wasn't a nice like he had no. like today. He would be torn apart in the media. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, with, well, I mean, that's part of the pro- that's part of the reason why he was probably so good. There's some some of that make drove him, drove him to be. You know who he was as a basketball player. I think that that's how it is with all people. They all thrown off a little bit. So, yeah. Like so, they're thrown off a little bit, and then we kind of marvel at like the outgrowth of their little insanity. I mean, look at <laughs> look at like some of the receivers or the the great receivers over the years of the NFL. They're all like the great ones. Most of them, they're not like. I mean. The outlier is Larry Fitzgerald. That guy seems to be the yeah, nicest why are guy in the world. Receivers always like, but so the wild. other guys are dudes. They're like, I mean, Michael Irvin. Yeah, I mean, like Randy. Yeah, hmm. you know, like they're just like these, like they're, they are like that like, outgoing, like, crazy kind of Freddie Mitchell. Freddie Mitchell. Yeah. Wait, 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 <laughs> he just. Well, I think he's out of prison now, right? Oh, he was in prison. Yeah, I didn't know he was in prison. Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice oh, is J- like the upstanding citizen yep. of forever. Oh, I love Jerry <laughs> like, Rice. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he was taking ballet. Yeah, you know, he, he's like, he was, but he was doing whatever it took to be the best he could yes. be. He didn't care. He nope. didn't give a shit if you called. He didn't care what you could t- said about him. He's like, I'm gonna be the best freaking wide receiver ever, and he was. The other day, I randomly just turned on this like mini documentary about Deion Sanders, and I was just like looking. I was like. Man, I used to love that dude because yeah. he was just like he was clearly always like the most athletic person on the field always. Yeah, yeah. for and, sure. And then like I forgot that they put him at wide receiver for a little yeah. bit yeah. when he was yeah. at the Cowboys. And he re- returned punts. And you know he returned punts. And it's like yeah. it wasn't anything he couldn't do. And he hit, I think his career average in baseball was close to three hundred. Yeah. I, it was. I, I'm pretty sure. I mean, he won, didn't he win a World Series or no? I don't. I he don't made think it he, to the, he made it there with Atlanta a couple times. I don't know that. I don't know if they won. won. They won one time. I don't know if he was ever really that great of a baseball. Like I know he was good enough to be yeah, in the league, he was good but enough it's like, to be there. but it's if like he, Bo Jackson. Yeah. Bo Jackson was like the only. He's the only person to be an All Star in two American sports. Like that guy is. Man, if they, if he wouldn't have hurt his hip. I think it was hip, right? It was hip that yeah, messed him up. Hip, yeah, that and and he they would play he, football for like only a fraction of the season and still gain like twelve hundred yards. They said he they said he 
he got grabbed from behind and they said that he ran so fast and with so much power he didn't win the world series sorry you gotta look it up it's been Uh, fact checked but they said he ran with so much power that when he pulled away when the dude grabbed his leg that it pulled it, it just pulled his hip out and the doctor said that that wasn't possible what had happened and I guess like there started like there was internal bleeding and all kinds of stuff. He he's still to this day. Bo Jackson is still to this day the only person to pl- to play at a, a high level American sport with a hip replacement. Because remember, after this, he still played for like the White Sox. Yeah, yeah, yeah he went to Chicago. You know I mean, like yeah. he's still so he's the and oh, that was, was a with freak. a hip replacement. Yeah. Yeah. He's the only person to ever do it, like in an American sport. And I know if you took the Raiders and Tech Mobile, yeah, yeah. is it Bo Jackson? Is it Bo yeah. Jackson or Herschel Walker that that tried to be in a UFC fighter? That was Herschel, Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker. And okay. Herschel, his thighs were like this way. big. Yeah, Herschel Walker was, was one a of beast. those complete freaks of nature. Yeah, and never lifted a weight. He said, but he did like a thousand. Was yeah, he, he one did like a thousand pushups, him and Bo, something sit-ups like that, a day. Bo was like that. Bo never touched. Uh, you never lift the weights. No, but never lift just the natural. Weights. They just—that's crazy. He was just made that way. Jerks. DNA. Right? It's, it's just it's DNA, DNA, man. I got this DNA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I say. I mean, that's always been my thing about like with Wilt. It's like, yeah, it's genetic. It's just genetic thing. Like but you can't it, hold it against the guy that he was tall. <laughs> like, is it human DNA or is it? I don't alien, know. He's alien. An, he's an alien. I'm just saying. He's the closest uh, thing to an alien I've ever seen. Did you ever see him fight that Bruce Lee? Well, no, that was Kareem. It, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That you're was right. Kareem. But still, like, even with Kareem, like, no. he. It, was it Kareem in that in the yellow Kareem, suit? Yeah, that was Kareem. But Wilt was in Conan. That's, That's where he was. Wilt was in yeah, Conan. Yeah, Conan, yep. You know? Yep. And Arnold Schwarzenegger said he lifted weights with him. And he, he said he was just, like, he said that the strongest guys in the gym would come in and do what they did, and then he would all then Wilt would go behind them and do like 40, 50 pounds more. Always. <laughs> That's just. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, in one person to be that tall, to be that powerful, yeah. to be that fast, he beat Jim Brown in races. Like, the, to be all of those things in one person. There's never ever I've never seen another human being that so you, was you, I don't, that physical problem. I don't remember him being like you told me he gained he got thicker as he got older, right? There my, was a time in the NBA where his playing weight was like over three hundred pounds. Like my oh. memory is of him as thin. thin seven foot too. one. Yeah. A seven foot one, three hundred pound man. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, what's what's M B weight? <sighs> I, I, I would I w- guess high 200s. 260, 270. Yeah, because yeah, they want him to get down a little bit. Because he's what? Like, he beats seven foot, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's I seven. He I, I thought he was seven, seven two. Seven. I don't one, think seven, he's seven two. two. I think. Uh, yeah, we're going to have to go fact check him. Yeah, I don't see his weight. I think he's like two. I, I would say 270, 280. But I mean, he's a little. He's thicker than he used to be. He was. He's kind of. He was also a soccer player. Two forty nine. Is that it? Two forty nine. Wow, big. that seems thin. Two forty nine. That's at right. seven foot. Seven foot. Two forty nine. You're talking about a man seven one inch taller than Embiid and fifty pounds heavier. Hmm. Yeah, at least like Shaq. 
<laughs> yeah, but like Shaq was probably like three thirty. And that's the thing about Shaq. Shaq like, was big. Shaq couldn't like, but he couldn't move. Will Will couldn't even play like Shaq because that's all. It would have been an offensive foul every time. Yeah. Like yeah. back in that day, or well, Shaq couldn't. Shaq down wasn't and, fast, and he yeah, couldn't move. He, he couldn't was just big. No, no, he wasn't. I mean, Shaq was athletic for a big dude, but he wasn't like gifted athletic. He was. I mean, I the thing about Shaq is a lot of things I remember is just him pulling down, <laughs> pulling down the basketball hoop in the Fushnikins. I don't remember that. His no, group. He had a group. Yeah. The Fushnikins. Yeah. Shaq Fu, that was for like Super Nintendo. He had his own group. I don't remember his own rap group. I remember the video game Shaq Fu. I don't remember the game. This was on like Super Nintendo. No, Super Nintendo. Shaq was a character. He had it was sort of like Mortal Kombat. Really? Yeah. Shaq Fu. Remember that? Look it up on it's on YouTube somewhere. Shaq Fu. Huh. That's not the Mandela effect going on. Oh, no, on. this is real. This <laughs> okay. is real. This is like no Bearstein and Bearstein. No, it's I'm not, just it's saying. No <laughs> like, there's a universe where Shaq had a video game. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, he had everything. The, yeah, Shaq was, Shaq Shaq was president and played in the NBA in his, an alternate universe. He had a, he had a record label. I, I do remember, yeah. I remember that. I remember that. He, was, he, he had shoes, a cartoon. He was a sheriff. He was on movies. He's sheriff now, isn't he? I don't know. I think he lost that. Did he lose it? Yeah, because uh, I somebody said it was because he made that rap about Kobe, where he said Kobe had my ass taste. <laughs> <laughs> he was at he was like drunk or something at some like bar, and he was like doing a rap, and he's like Kobe had my ass taste. Come on, but Shaq gotta know that he's not winning the championships without Kobe. He's he gotta know that. It. He knows it. Did you see the interview with them? No. When they when they talked like recently, no. And Shaq was talking about that when Kobe won the championship after him, he said he tore his house up because he was so pissed <laughs> off because he knew like now people now he could like, say he didn't need him that he didn't need him. But then again, Shaq won his. He won. He did, but he, didn't he also win as many. But well, yeah, but where did he go after? Where did he win? He his... Yeah, and he had Dwayne Wade though. Yeah, Dwayne, yeah. So I mean, come on, that's that. They had they had a bunch of people. They had I a think bunch of veterans on that team. I think Dwayne Wade's probably one of the most un, is one of a very underrated player. He's he's very underrated. I think if you like because you put him with. I don't think LeBron wins without him. Yeah, no, I stole so much stuff from him, like. So much. I mean, he a lot of the way I attack when I play ball like yeah. is like from kind of like his like I try to imitate his the way his legs work. I wouldn't be surprised if he was a soccer player too. Maybe I don't soccer know. Soccer players seem to be the ones who can do stuff like that Euro step. Yeah, fancy. Well, uh, we talked about before. What's stuff. what's his name from Phoenix? Steve Nash. Steve he was Nash. he was a big soccer player, and uh, I mean, like when we play flag football. Some of those guys never played football, but they played soccer. Yeah, and some of those guys are better wide receivers than you yeah. know a lot of guys that played football. I can yeah, I can run routes because soccer. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, it teaches you. Okay, you have to put your feet in this position in hey, order to go like that. young kids in football when they play running back. When they came, we had kids that would come from soccer. Yeah. They had vi- the vision they had, like going through a hole. Through Once a they hole, knew yeah. what they were supposed to do, they would just like yeah. naturally. Oh, weave through people and just gone. The one guy we used to play with, his name's Jared Palmer, but he was he was a soccer player in high school. But he was one, he would play safety with us in that league. 
Now, this is one before I played with Mike. I used to play with my brother and a bunch of his friends. He was by far probably one of the best safeties. Like, he would make plays on ball, like, you know, and I, I'm pretty sure it's probably from soccer. You know, he was a really good soccer player. I think soccer is just a great foundational I think sport so too. for any kid. Right? I think we're doing just disservices to these kids, not allowing them to play multiple, multiple sports. I think basketball is really – I think basketball is good too. It, hmm. it helps with your hand-eye coordination. Yeah, the biggest problem with basketball, you can't get – there's only five people in a quarter at a time. Yeah, yeah. I so. know, but still, it's still, you know, being part of practice, all that kind of stuff, you're still on the team, you know. It's so competitive. Yeah. My experience as a basketball player has, like, it made me – like, there was a lot of translatable things, like, that went with it, like – it just puts you in a real like some of the greatest athletes I've ever been around were definitely like basketball players. You think about playing, you go you go to play soccer and a bee's there playing soccer. Oh yeah. <laughs> now I realize he was when he was younger, but he still probably he's not, was. He's huge. He was probably pretty tall when they he was younger. Probably tried to put him in as a goalie or something <laughs> <Maybe>. like that. <laughs> Like, and his personality. Like, you don't understand. I and his run. personality. It would probably be hilarious. It probably would be. It would probably be hilarious to play soccer with him. Like I, just, I love watching the videos of him ducking on the guys, like at, in the in the park in yeah. Philadelphia. He's just doing windmills <laughs> on him and stuff. I mean, shit. I like, I would go there, let him dunk on me. I would, of course, I'd be trying to push him too, but I'd be unsuccessful. But yeah, and you'd be the one to you'd like break his leg. I, I, yeah, I'd probably break his freaking arm or something. That's why they don't do that kind of stuff. Anymore. I couldn't believe they let him do it to begin with. I was shocked that nobody wasn't calling his ass, be like, you don't, you do not go down to the they park him, and play basketball. What, he does whatever he wants. I I know, which but is like, also a bad thing because yeah, especially he's with playing his in, when he shouldn't be history. playing. And yeah, he's that's. I mean, he seems like he Michael, gets hurt pretty easy. I remember Michael Jordan. He had to get a clause put in his contract. It was called um, "For the Love of the Game" clause that said that they couldn't like restrict him from playing like pickup ball and stuff like that because he was just. Well, that's why he, was, he loved to do it. Like. You see all these guys, like, they're all playing together, you know? Like, LeBron's playing with whoever, mm-hmm. and they're, like, playing pickup games. Like, I'm always kind of surprised that they allow that. I mean, I, what can they do, I guess? I, I mean, they have to stay sharp. Yeah. You can't just act like they like they can't. I guess, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I understand, like, it might be dangerous, but it's like, that, that person's been playing basketball like that for... Their entire life. Their entire life. Like, yeah. they, that's what they do. They go play yeah. pickup. At places and stuff. Oh, you remember when uh, Ben Roethlisberger, uh, like he wrecked his motorcycle. Remember that? Oh, and oh I, thought was like, gonna, I thought you. <laughs> yeah, then everybody had contracts. Where oh, they couldn't ride then it was like a and... big thing because he was riding a motorcycle, and we can't allow these players to ride motorcycles. I'm like, they didn't make him sign a contract about taking girls to the back of the bar. Yeah, that's that, what I thought he was going to say. Well, you know, then, I saved those conversations bought, for Steelers fans because they don't want to hear those things. You know, when they talk about Antonio Brown, how jerk, much of a jerk Antonio Brown oh, is, man. blah blah blah. I'm like, you realize the guy throwing the ball to Antonio Brown has been accused of rape and probably raped somebody, and then <laughs> paid them off. So they wouldn't get charges filed against them, and then talk trash on Antonio right. Brown and everyone else. Right. So, uh, so how? What? Antonio Brown? What? Antonio Brown's never in trouble in a day in his life. Yeah. I don't All know. he's done is play football and work his ass off to play football. It had I mean, bad he's ideas willing to for get haircuts. his he's willing to get his yeah. feet frozen 
Did you see that? He got his feet. I don't know that he was willing to do that. No, I think that I was know, more of the like, oops. He, he went into like a cryo chamber and I guess he didn't protect his feet. He didn't put the right. You have to wear certain shoes. So the whole bottom of his feet. But I was also. What, Is that recent? Yeah, yeah. that was just okay, like the last yeah, week. Like a I week. saw something about a frostbite. And, I was like, and then they were, they were, he was at practice and he was still running 21 mile an hour with frostbite on his feet. Some people are built differently, man. hundred percent. Uh, there's people out here doing some crazy stuff. T.L. I never. Oh, that's a no, f- no, not not back to the T.O. Uh, like three straight. We went like three straight shows where we mentioned T.O. at some point in time. It was, yeah, it was wild. I don't know. I, I don't even remember why, how it came up, but like. He's a monumental figure, though. Like, I mean, that dude's like one of the. When nothing. I think of taking care of your body and like the kind. The, you know, you know that guy was like sleeping in some kind of chamber. Yeah, and, and he just, was doing that before. Yeah, that anybody was the else. Thing to do. So that's what yeah. I mean. Like, he was like the one I feel like that brought that whole process. He was to, probably like, going over to Germany getting those blood transfusions. Oh, Kobe and did else. too. Kobe got it done in his knee. And then it, I, I think it just got too bad. And that's why. Yeah, but Tia was just doing it for fun. Well, <laughs> so. You ever hear Bertolo Cologne? Yeah. You know who he is, the pitcher? You know yeah. who he is? I think I know you're talking about. Oh, dude, that guy's like, in his like mid-20s, he was probably one of the best pitchers in, in uh, baseball. And he pitched for the Indians, I think. I can't remember exactly. But like towards like the late 20s, just kind of fell off. It had a bunch of injuries. He was over, always overweight, you know, and like, so he left baseball. And he was pitching down in South America somewhere. And then supposedly there's this rumors that he got some kind of injection in his elbow, in his pitching elbow. And somehow he made it back to the majors. <laughs> like, And he was like 35. So he was gone for like six, seven years. And he came back. He's still overweight. He comes back. He was throwing like 95. And he's been pitching for the last, like, I think he's, I think last year was, he was pitching still last year. But then this year he was like forty four. Maybe maybe got that stem cell. Yeah, it was. It was some kind of stem that's cell. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that, that that's gonna that's yeah that's gonna redefine the way I think people so. kind of look at stuff. Like, well, they said so. some of that stem cell. I just saw that there was someone that was paralyzed and they're starting starting to get motion back. I think if they before. allowed the. For why we don't allow the research in America? Which well, it's because where they get the stem cells from. Yeah, but they're they're not. Get, but I don't know. That's that's another rabbit hole. Yeah, that's another whole thing. Because like they're they're getting them from what babies, um, aborted babies. Yeah, but then they're yeah. saying that's the reason why they push for abortion because then they want the stem cells. Yeah, well, okay. they're gonna put aborted fetal cells in the in, vaccine. Exactly. So, <laughs> well, that but that's why that's that's it's but okay that's why vaccines. they say that that uh, that's why. A certain group pushes for abortions. Not everyone. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I but know. But well, the problem it's is, business. Like, they the want difference? the abortions because then they can get the stem cells. The problem cells. is, the vaccines make us sick, and the stem cells will make us healthier. That's well. The, the other problem. scary thing with stem cells is where, where, at what point, where do you draw the line of what we should and what we shouldn't do? Well, they're already cloning. You're talking about like cloning people. Well, they think and in, organs in, and stuff. in Asia, they think that yeah. they have already cloned. I mean, people maybe Barbara, not successfully, but Barbara Streisand cloned her dog. Oh yeah, yeah. She cloned her dog. That's she has, weird. She has a has That's a disrespectful young dog, to the dog. The young version of the old dog, and the old dog is still alive. I'm oh, that's really you, I'm telling up. you, but <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> you can say what you want. Yeah, I but mean, you, but dogs you, are up there swearing, so you might as well. <laughs> but you, 
But in all honesty. Do you think the first dog knows the other dog's him? <laughs> like looking in the mirror and being like, what the fuck? You ever see that movie, been Moon? No. Did I tell you to watch that? Do you ever see that? What movie? Called Moon? It's, uh, it's got, um, um, what's his name? Sam, um, oh man, he's one of my favorites. Um, Sam somebody. <laughs> um, but he's like uh, on the moon and it's in the future and it's about him and he's like at this mining operation on the moon and he like something goes wrong and they think he's dead or something and they just send somebody else up there and then you realize like that this guy is a clone and they're both clones and then they like they're oh. up on this they're in this oh, space yeah, yeah. station by yeah. themselves and they're like trying to figure out like they're like I'm the original one. And then oh, the other one's like, no, nah, like and then they have to figure out like all right, how many times does this even happen? Yeah. How many like are they just like but yeah, no, I think in reality we're probably about twenty years from something that we're gonna be looking at like it's uh, some sort of superhuman. Yeah. We're, we're gonna like we're gonna be looking at something, and they're like, gonna that be... thing uh, can jump like thirty feet in the air. Well, they're they already are talking that they can do the the gene- with the genetics and DNA. They can you can pick what yeah. they they take all the egg, they take all the sperm, and then they can pick what you want. Do you want your kid to be smart? Do you want him to be athletic? Do you want him to do this? And then they they take all those samples, put them together, and then you you have options when it comes out, and then decide which one you want to grow. And they. they the one company basically plan is for you to not even have sex for reproduction oh, yeah. in like, you know, 20 line. years that it's just simply that's just for fun. And babies are you make babies. That's like, why I say it's too much. All right. Superheroes and all kinds of uh, just the idea of a superhuman is too far in the psyche of people to just be forgotten. Now we actually live in a world where they have the technology to actually like start to like engineer somebody's genetics. Oh yeah, somebody there's somebody out there who wants a kid who's gonna be damn Superman or somebody like, and we'll like and they're gonna yes. will it and pay for it. Yeah, well, and I, th- they have the money to yeah. pay for it. That like, show he was telling you about boy, the boys on Amazon Prime. Oh uh, yeah, I was watching that. I didn't watch all of it. I watched like two. Okay, episodes. I won't say anything else about it, but yeah, it's awesome. Never mind. I like it. I, it's I, very good. You know, I binge watched. I watched the first one the other day. There's eight episodes. Then there's I, only eight. Oh, yeah, I watch and I binge watched the other seven this morning. <laughs> I, oh, we, we have wives well, the, at the beach. They went so to the beach, we, so I had oh, nothing yeah, to do. I got oh, up man, at like six o'clock yeah. in the morning and just oh, started so, watching it. Yeah, you'd be like, "What am I gonna do tomorrow?" <laughs> I was like, I'm, "What am I gonna do?" <laughs> yep, seven hours. <laughs> I went to the flea market and then fell asleep when I got home. So I, you know, I'm doing a lot of exciting stuff. That's what I should have done. Should have slept. Just took a nap. That's what everybody said, right? Yeah, I think everybody's kind of like sleep deprived a little bit. Um, it's just you know the flea market's fine one day, but then I start going two days on you know what I mean. So then it's get up at you know whatever time during the week, and then Ass get crack. up at get up at four on Saturday and Sunday, and you know that's just the body's not liking that scenario yeah. at all. It's not feeling it. But I think the the soup the human thing is like it's only a matter of time where they start selling like regenerated organs and stuff like that, and then like that's when like all that whole China social score comes into play. Like now, are you veil? Are you on the? Are you 
on the do you have the right grade to be allowed to have those be able to get those type of things those privileges you know oh god i wish you guys both had watched that show because it get it's going to get into that because I think I know the exactly social score? Like what you're talking about. Yeah, but it goes even because it's it's all about the corporation. Yeah. So and then what the you're saying score? almost. It's well, also, no, not social score, but it, I can't. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't want to spoil it for uh, me. It's cool. I appreciate it. I understand that. it. But I can't. Yeah, it's 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 a very it's a very realistic look at like what the world I think would look like if there were superheroes. Like that, I feel like they would be like managed like that. And, yeah, and their decks. Yeah, and they're dickheads because <laughs> yeah. they the don't, superheroes are. Yeah, yeah, like they're not the good. Like they're they not really the face. good guys. They're like they're like they just do like messed up stuff and then and then have a corporate entity behind them that like covers it up. Let's cover stuff up and then litigation and uh, stuff like that. Like. You'd like it, yeah. You'll, yeah. Like if it's you part if, of Amazon, though, I don't like Amazon. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah Amazon. You know, I can't do it. Can't do it. Amazon. Sorry. Amazon. Um, I stopped banning stuff because then I can't have anything. So <laughs> I, I just don't care. Listen, some, there's some. It's not a lot of. Does it make it better? I don't pay for it. It's technically that I'm does using make my, it a lot better. I'm using my company. If I could get Amazon it for free, account. I would do it for free because then I would be not. I'd be taking away from their value. Not yeah, adding see, to that's it. what I'm you doing. I mean. Well, now am I going to get in trouble for stealing it? <laughs> you are not stealing. Well, I'm you not paid fully it. for it. Well, it's paid for. Yeah. I, and I manage that account, so yeah. But yeah, no, I, um, yeah, I think it's yeah, it's an interesting, it's an interesting show though. Uh, and 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 I think that that world is. I think that it's coming. Oh, I think that I think that this is always what people are wanting. When you talk about Hitler, what was he trying to do? He's trying to create human. like this superhuman. <laughs> Captain America is about, uh, you know, a militarized superhuman, uh, su- you know, created superhuman. Like that is in the cultural like mythos. Like we we want to bring that. And about. we've do- we've done that. We've tried we even that. We've tested that, on people. Ben, yeah, I question trying it, and I think that we're living in times now where they're gonna get it right. <laughs> I question that you even need the super soldier though, because like you have drones that are unmanned things, and you have you, yeah, but they you, still only far away. Do How far are we from unmanned they want tanks? The supi- and but unmanned- they want it's not even the, maybe even the soldier, but it's about the superior person. Okay. Can you create the right. superior human being and then um, make everyone yeah. the, who you control the superior human being? I mean, that's 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 how I see. Like every time you go to play basketball, you have to play all Wilt Chamberlain's. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's awful. a whole bunch of Wilt. You remember that it was that guy who I can't even to... beat Steve, and Steve's sixty five, so I'm in trouble. You remember there was that guy? I don't know if you've seen this, but there was a guy a little while ago who wanted to create an entire like professional basketball league with only white guys. Cause he... Oh, that would be awful. Because he, he said he said that he was like he's like there's a disadvantage. This is a real thing. You're gonna have to look it up. But this this guy was like, "There's a disadvantage. You got these black guys out there jumping high, and they got long monkey arms." And it's, oh my it's just gosh! Like, <laughs> like I was like, "This is amazing. This, this is, is something really going on." This what this happened years ago. Like this, that was when I first heard about it. It's like there's a guy like he really like is gonna say. Only in a, I've heard Stranger Things. Well, that's true. That's... I've heard Stranger Things. That wouldn't be the strangest thing. Yeah, probably this week I heard it, actually. <laughs> I listen to some strange shit, but that's me. So, so uh, yeah, I think I think this might be a pretty yep. good place to wrap it up. I mean, you know, we've gone for a little bit. And 
Got a lot of good topics in. A little yeah, basketball, we got to talk. Too. Yeah, we got to talk a about basketball. a lot of different things, you know. So, thank you, just, Seth. For this coming. is somewhat of a basketball podcast in a weird what we outside. Need, I think we should do. We should do one just dedicated, and we should have somebody on that wants to argue the fact that, from their standpoint, that, that somebody's better best. than Will Chamberlain. Oh, yeah, no, I know exactly. As soon as I get Ronell on here, like he's gonna, like we we have we have arguments about this just regularly. So, I like, think that would be perfect. Oh man, he, he's he's. <laughs> He's gonna get into it, and uh, he'll be loud. And oh, that's be, okay. Be fun. <laughs> that's good. Loud is good. I like loud. But I had to that, turn down the the microphone volume. But yeah, no, it was good because we got to cover a lot of different things. And yeah, yeah I mean, thank you for coming. Yeah, thanks for coming, Seth. Man, like it was. Thank you for having me. And if you like what you heard, subscribe and like the the uh, podcast, please. So and listen to Will's fast breaks. Hopefully, we'll get a couple more of those. And if you like uh, oh, some of them Reddit people that banned us, <laughs> yeah. eat some shit. Yeah, we um, got banned on Reddit. That's right. We are. We have a such a large audience. I I'm my I'm so diabolical <laughs> that they could not have me in that space. They, we were threats. I mean, I'm sort of like a mix between like Hitler. <laughs> Bill Duke, <laughs> Cobra Commander. <laughs> <laughs> so they felt threatened. I'm quite evil. Yes. They tell me. They kicked us out. Oh, well. But thank you for listening. Thanks for listening, y'all. We'll see you next time.